2: No, that's
0: a very good one. (laughs) You
1: should soundbite that and send it to some fucking comic. I'm sure I could do it again. I don't think it's that impressive. It's like when you do a trumpet, like but you just do it. You go like high. You just go like you make it sound like a fart.
3: Okay, okay. So this is this is like the silent fart.
1: That, little, that, p- that little, p- 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 little click at the yeah, end. Yeah, yeah, you know, the it's like bit. that the, uh, sphincter. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, it's
0: just a sphincter sound. It's yeah. nothing else. What is the cause of a
1: silent fart?
0: <laughs>
3: just <laughs> an asshole. Maybe. Just an asshole. Yeah, like just your, butt, good your that butt cheeks d- are relaxed, temperature of your butt, I don't know. Just, it just, <laughs> just clear <laughs> entry. <Yeah. effect>.
1: <laughs> <laughs> there's like the humidity and like all yeah. these factors. The moisture. Ugh. wet farts are best. <laughs> <laughs> what a way to start this so this podcast. is all going to be in the oh beginning right this I, oh, I hope crap. so yeah. but you never know <laughs> oh man
0: <laughs> dan the man what's up nate i'm so happy you're here
3: i'm happy to be here too
0: man uh. we've i've known you for a long time yeah from jiu-jitsu days
3: yeah jujitsu at h2o yeah we
0: uh, was it we were doing class together or was it through my class that we met
3: both both, both. Yeah. but yeah at that point you were teaching the nogi wrestling type of yeah. class uh that was good 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 roles always always the tough roles yeah <laughs> um brutal class we worked hard mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. i remember at some point you were doing like it was like two minute three minute planks do you remember that yeah were w-
0: you there till we hit the 10 minute
3: no oh, i think I, I i got up to like three four with you yeah you were going up to 10?
0: Yeah, so that, that was Jeez. the... Y- I think it started where we, we did the plank in the in the warm-up.
3: Mm-hmm. And it started like
0: a minute. And then, I don't know, something possessed me that every week we just upped it. Mm-hmm. And then at some point, I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. We're going to do 10 minutes by the end of the year. And then within like four months, we were at 10 minutes. It was brutal. Jeez. 10 yeah. minutes. 10-minute plank. I, I remember I hit it. And uh, we did it two weeks in a row. And I'm like, okay, guys. We did enough planks. We're never we're planking again. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, there was a lot of new people that ca- came in because the, the <laughs> class was getting popular. And they were like, what? <laughs> they were <laughs> like, we're doing a 10-minute plank, guys. Let's go. And they're like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, we haven't even started to grapple. Now I can't <laughs> grapple anymore. Yeah. Yeah. The mats are just sweaty everywhere just yeah. from the warm-up.
1: I, me qu- I mean, look, that's impressive. I don't want to take away from that. But like, it makes me question the validity of something like planking. That you, that you can get to the point where you can do it for 10 minutes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So a lot and of people
0: cheat, and you I would mm-hmm. call them out on it, because you just see, like, they're disengaged in oh their, r- like in their like core. Yeah. Their lower back is just
1: arched. They fat cat it? Yeah. Mm.
3: So, <laughs> so I would call them out, but yeah, you could hit 10 minutes clean. Mm. It's hard. I went to uh, Kettlebell uh, West Island. It's like a kettlebell club or something. Luca, uh, what's his last name? Luca, oh man. forget his name, but <coughs> I uh, did a private session with him, and He showed me the 10 second plank, Mm. where basically you can you you like white knuckle, you're contracting your lats, you're pulling the ground like together Mm. with your feet and your and your elbows, and you're just holding for like 10 seconds, and that's kind of all I can do, Mm. Uh, because you're like breathing through it almost like valsalva, like you're like creating a lot of pressure. The idea is like he he'll like push me around and try to knock me over, and I can't move. I see. And so you're kind of going the other way. It's like right. almost like strength in in the plank. Yeah. Uh, so I've been playing with that a little it's bit. Very cool. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, in in retrospect, maybe ten minutes wasn't the
0: ideal. Warm <laughs> up <laughs> a lot of backs, maybe got blown out, but yeah, you know, yeah. I was young too. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. There's so many things when you focus on engagement on all the muscle groups mm-hmm. in any exercise. If you really take that time to f- to engage as much as you can, you can make anything super brutal in a short period of time. Sure. You yeah, know, yeah. It's even like an overhead press if you squeeze every part of your muscle and press, you'll just feel a completely different workout. Mm-hmm. Whereas if you're just like using momentum. Mm-hmm. You know. yeah. yeah. it's That's that's something that Steve Maxwell talked a lot about.
3: Oh, yeah. Which is
0: creating like tension mm-hmm. uh, over time. So he would do, he doesn't even do weights anymore, Steve Maxwell. He talks about, he gets like these moving bands or moving, uh, what are they? Like moving ropes. You know when you like put it under a fridge and you carry a fridge out? It's like, oh, yeah it's yeah like yeah. this thing. So he buys these from like a Home Depot or something and he uses these for isometric holds. Mm. So he put it under his feet and th- on his elbows, let's say, and like do a squat. Try to lift. Obviously, you're not moving, but you're mm. creating full tension in the body. Oh, cool! So it's all about isometric holds for him. Mm.
3: It's really interesting. I guess it's where the whole like time under tension thing com- comes in, where yeah. basically you know you're you're having a lot of time under tension, yeah. so that maybe that's that's where he gets his uh, his growth from.
0: Yeah, he's uh, he's on the extreme opposite of the weight training. So like there's like the extreme power lifters that are just all about weights. And then there's the extremes like Steve Maxwell. I think the truth is somewhere in between, mm-hmm. you know, it's mm-hmm. like dance with
1: both ideas. Mm. Yeah. Uh, it yeah. sounds like you could just flex and get strong then.
0: Well, that's it. That's what <laughs> the whole philosophy is that you're just flexing the muscle
3: <laughs> <at a> full, <laughs> full yeah. awareness. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. A but bit is that
1: touch. true though? Cause I feel like I can't mimic weight. Uh-huh. Like, even if, uh, like, like your like the plank you were talking about, yeah. you could be like shitting yourself, like turning red, like, beat red and like flexing as hard as you can. But mm-hmm. then if someone like stands on you, like, your muscle is going to react. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I feel like you can't get that reaction out. Maybe you can. You just have to kind of really localize it and realize you're not like flexing it as hard as you can. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But as soon as the weight's there, the muscle goes like, ugh, like in reaction. Mm-hmm. And then you just don't want to like break your joint or whatever and you and you're, if you're, Reflexively flexing, mm-hmm. reflexing
0: I think you do need extra resistance because your body is so used to gravity, right? Mm-hmm. So you need some type of uh. addition. But what do I know, bro? Just flexing your bicep ten times as hard as you can, see what happens.
1: But for like a month, <laughs> 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 like I, r- well I could get, I could fake a pump. I could like flex and and just move it's my arm and and get t- to the point. It's a
0: funny story, actually. When we were not funny story, but. You reminded me there was a kid when we were growing up. We were all like 13 at the time, and this guy had huge arms. And I remember asking him, "What's the secret? Like, wha- how'd you get these arms?" You know, when you're young, you want big arms. Mm-hmm. And he just told me he would just do this for like 50 reps a day with no weight. Now I think about it, maybe he just hit puberty before all of us. But Probably, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't
1: know, 50 times a day, and it's like this. He's just th- like it's the most weight you, you can, can mimic. Yeah. yeah.
0: Try it. Try <laughs> it, everybody. Dad, <laughs> yeah, we got to do some type of intro. <laughs> sorry. Oh, yeah, yeah, sure, sure. I yeah. mean, yeah, we could just... Who are you? <laughs> <laughs> do you want me to do the, sure.
3: the, the, the bio kind of thing? Go for it, bro. Uh, so I guess uh, the easy... Well, I, what I came here to talk about, right, was, was photography in general. Mm. So I'll go with that. Um, I've uh, basically dabbled in photography for about five years at this point. And then just before the pandemic, I decided to uh, pursue photography full time. So it was really bad timing, in terms of like ha- like starting a business that require well doesn't require but generally is sort of people based because social distancing and all that. Uh, but what's cool is you know as of uh, the past few uh, months, I've been getting a lot more work. And then one of one of the projects I worked on was this cross Canada trip, mm. where uh, we were a small crew and we followed a, a cyclist his name is Sebastien Sasville. And he was attempting to bike from uh Vancouver to Halifax uh technically as fast as he can, yeah, but the real goal was to uh beat the uh Guinness world record, which is I think it's thirteen days wow. uh three hours and forty six minutes, okay, something like that, yeah, and so that was that was the goal the entire time and uh in the end, he didn't manage to break the record, but he did uh, cross into Halifax. Uh, it was 15 days, and I forget the number of hours, but he basically did the whole thing in 15 days.
0: And he's also, he has type 1 diabetes, right? Yeah.
3: Yeah, like and yeah. it's a weird story because he actually got late onset type 1, so when he was like in his early 20s or something. Really? Um, so yeah, the difference between type 1 and type 2 is type 1, you have no uh, beta cells. In your, in your, 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 your pancreas. Uh, and usually that happens to kids when they're young. Uh, but he got it when he was like 20, 21. Jeez. And so on top of like trying to do this feat, we also had this added layer where he's diabetic. And so he uh, was sponsored by um, a company called Dexcom and Tandem. And so what they have is they actually have a pump um, and a reader for his blood blood glucose, and it reads it. And then automatically throughout the day, he can schedule the insulin that gets uh, delivered. And on top of that, he could then like tweak it a little bit. So you sort of have this um, schedule of insulin that that it sort of provides. But if anything's going on, like you're exercising, you can sort of pull back on the insulin. Mm. Uh, if you just ate a, a big meal, you can sort of add a little bit more so that your blood sugar doesn't spike. Uh, but But it was really not easy to manage his blood sugar throughout the trip, not only because he's exercising, you know, he's cycling for 20 plus hours a day, but because when we started this thing, it was the uh, end of June and there was the heat dome in BC. So it was like 50 degrees. And so for the (laughs) first three days, he's cycling in 50 degrees and his blood sugar is not doing so well. And so we're, like, wondering what's going on, and, like, a couple days later, we're, like, thinking, like, it o- over the course of a few days, we're thinking about it, problem solving, and I was like, what's the denaturing temperature of insulin? Because it's meant to just be in your body at 37, mm-hmm. 38, and we looked it up, and basically at 50 degrees, insulin starts to denature, and it won't be able to perform its function. So he was kind of just pumping w- uh, insulin that, that, that wasn't really working mm-hmm. all that well.
0: Whoa, I did not know that.
3: Yeah. Well, none of us did because yeah. we didn't even think about that.
0: Well, for Canada to get to 50, it's very rare. Yeah,
3: yeah. And so, uh, so anyways, that was one of the, the challenges that we had to, to work with because what happened was his blood sugar would spike up to like 20. So a healthy range is anywhere between like 5 to 10. I forget what the units are, so I'm not going to try to like yeah. make some, something up. But 5 to 10 is what you want. And he was going up, like, over 15. He was close to 20. And that was usually at night when he would stop cy- cycling. Because when you cycle, you know, your, your muscle is naturally pulling in sugar mm. on its own. So he would stop. He would eat. And then his blood sugar would slowly start to rise. And then he wouldn't be able to sleep mm. because his blood sugar was so high. So, <laughs> so he's cycling for, like, 20 mm. hours. He, he wants to get at least four hours of sleep, can't even get him yeah. because his blood sugar is so high. So he's just super alert?
0: Or just yeah, so yeah.
3: I didn't understand like physiologically why that would happen, but he was just saying, so the analogy that they gave is like his blood would get thicker, kind of like molasses. Now, I don't know how valid that is because I can't see it becoming that viscous. Okay. Uh, but the point is his heart rate would go up. I d- we We didn't have a um a pressure cuff or anything but uh maybe his blood his um blood pressure would also go up mm. and uh he would just he 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 got like you know like the kind of like the jitters kind of thing he mm. couldn't K. calm down he couldn't fall asleep
0: yeah so all that cycling twenty hours a day doing mm-hmm. like over five hundred kilometers a day I, I from what i've been following mm-hmm. that plus not sleeping so
3: mm mm-hmm. Man, it was, it was crazy. So you want me to sort of take you through chronologically a bit of how, how, it, how it went down?
1: Please, yeah. Yeah, it,
3: yeah, take us on this journey. Sure. <laughs> so, um, yeah, we started in, in, in Vancouver. And um, we started at 4 a.m., uh, City Hall in Vancouver. But, you know, I'm, I'm there as uh, the photographer. I'm there with, uh, with a buddy of mine who's, who's a videographer. And so we woke up that morning at like 2 a.m., but we also went to bed at midnight. And that was the day, like the day before I flew in. So I I was a bit jet-lagged. I'd slept like an hour, an hour and a half. And we had to prepare for shooting, both photography and video. So anyways, we get there, uh, wake up, scout out the area, and um, we start at 4. And as soon as you start, like the timer starts for the trip. And since the, the goal was to beat a record, um, you know, you can't have, like, a false start. It's like, okay, we start, right. it's 4 a.m., and then that's we it. You know, it, it felt like, you know, in, like, Super Mario, those levels where the, where the, <laughs> where the screen is always moving, and, and if you touch the back of the screen, you die yeah. kind of a thing. <laughs> yeah. it, it just felt like, okay, now it starts, and we can't stop, like, from now until Halifax. So this is for the Guinness World Records. That's, that's, yeah. that, w- that was, those the, that was the goal. Was
0: there an official there or that, like, does it work like that or they right. come in?
3: So I wasn't a uh, part of all that. Okay. Cause I was really just for the, uh, like part of the media crew. Okay. But the support and sort of like managing crew, uh, had to document, uh, start and stops. Okay. Uh, he had like two forms of GPS, like one on his phone, one on his body kind of a thing, because there are certain rules, like you can't put the bike in the rv and drive to like yeah a place to sleep um so there were all those kinds of rules uh and we also had to get like uh witness documentation we, j- we, we would like randomly ask a person oh look this is this person he's doing this bike trip can you just confirm you know here he is here's his id he's here yep confirm and then we had to do that throughout uh, the trip okay. but there wasn't Excuse me. There wasn't, like, a, a Guinness official who was just with us the whole time. Yeah. Okay. Um Yeah. But anyway, so we started out in Vancouver, and um, it was just, like, biking in the Rockies in the heat. And, like, right away, uh, like, things got quite real because uh, on day two, uh, he had a heat stroke halfway through the day because, again, it's 50 degrees... And I don't know if, if you've kind of traveled uh, the Rockies much, but basically there's like the coastal mountains, and once you cross the coastal mountains, it's kind of a desert. So on the one hand, like that's officially uh, a rainforest from like Vancouver up to, to Whistler. That's like a rainforest because of how much rain that they get on the other side of the mountain, though, it's basically a desert because all that all that uh, moisture from from the Pacific Ocean hits that mountain range. Mm. Uh, you know um uh, ascends cools down and it precipitates so that means on the other side it's like a weather shadow where there's no wow. water so we're in that weather sha- shadow it's like 50 degrees he's been biking at that point maybe 12 14 hours it was like four in the afternoon so it's like the hottest time at that point mm. and there's no trees no cover he's on the highway so like black pavement yeah. uh And and he calls us, which he wasn't really doing because, you know, it's a little bit tough on the bike. And then my friend and I had to, like, turn around on the highway, go to pick him up. We put him in the in the RV. We're putting like ice packs on his neck, on his palms, uh, giving him cold water, blasting the AC Hmm. and uh, giving him like Gatorade. And, you know, those gel packs and whatever. And for like 10 minutes, he was just like not really there. This is the start. Day two, day two, and we're like, oh crap! Like, a, it's serious. Yeah. And B, it's like day two. <laughs> <laughs> like we 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 haven't even crossed <laughs> BC yet, you know. Like at that point, it's like we're still in BC, guys. Yeah. You know. Uh, but anyway, so he ended up just having to to take like, and and this is the him being a machine, ten fifteen minutes, and he's like, okay, guys, I think I'm <laughs> good, and then boom, he does another eight hours on the bike. <laughs> It's what just a psycho.
1: And I was complaining about the heat in this room. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> like, it goes what a perfect well <laughs> story <laughs> to, yeah, <laughs> to yeah, just yeah. be like, yeah. Sammy. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. Is yeah.
3: D- before you continue, ther mm. is there medics with you, or is there some type of paramedic or anyone? right? So, we didn't have mm. medical staff with us, okay. but we had doctor contacts in each province. Okay. okay. Um, And he also has, you know, like... Uh, the number for his gp and all that stuff Mm. but yeah that's that's another concern so you guys must have been freaking out for a a split second there Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. (laughs) he stops Mm -hmm. he calls you guys to stop and you're just throwing ice packs trying to cool him down yeah (laughs) yeah and and hydrate him and give him sugar and we're checking his his blood uh, blood sugar levels um but yeah it's like you know i have some basic first responder yeah but it's not like i'm i'm there to take pictures like i didn't expect mm. that kind of thing to happen but you need to and this is th- like the learning experience i could take from this is like you need to when you're doing these kinds of um i don't know like projects like you need to be able to just adapt and do whatever you need to finish mm. whatever it is that y- you've set out to do um so yeah she oh she yeah out of all the days this <laughs> So oh. this might be a tough one. <laughs> yeah. That's a dog fart. Yeah. Yeah. So, so anyway, so <laughs> after, after the first three days, we were in the prairies and the prairies actually were beautiful. Again, I'll show you guys some, uh, some <laughs> <laughs> photos. Just breathe through your mouth, guys. Yeah.
1: <laughs> but <laughs> then I'm just, then I'm just breathing in dog <laughs> fart. Yeah. Like, the fact that I can't <laughs> smell it is not <laughs> a, <laughs> a, <laughs> <laughs> a <laughs> consolation.
3: <laughs> With, right, right. You like you're tasting it at that point. <laughs> so what's really funny, this is reminding me, there's a, p- I had, so I've driven across Canada a few times but I don't know if just the windows were always closed. There's a town, I think it was called Brandon. Okay. Again, like, the days are all mixed. Mm, the provinces sure. are mixed. The city, so, uh, anyways, we'll, we'll, we'll fact check me after. But <laughs> <laughs> in and around Brandon, there is a fertilization plant, like a, so, uh, like a, a fertilizer plant, mm. and a, um, an abattoir. Where, uh, like, um,
1: a butcher, where they kill animals, right?
3: Yeah. What is that called? Like <laughs> a butcher house? No, it's, it's a c- slaughterhouse. A slaughterhouse.
1: slaughterhouse. Yeah, That's okay. one of the few names of things that just doesn't pull any punches. It's right, a right. Slaughterhouse. That's what we do here. So,
3: so uh, during the day, uh, someone had told us that when we drive through Brandon, it's going to stink because of those two things. Okay, Fair. cool. Anyways, we do our day.
1: The mix of those is scaring me. Okay, (laughs) continue. So we do our day,
3: and there's so much to do. Like, every day literally felt like three days, okay? Because we'd wake up at four. We'd support him, photograph, video, uh, get supplies. uh, Like, it it just felt like really long, long days. Mm Because, like, they were long, but there was a lot being done, and we're going across a lot of kilometers. And we're going back and forth, so it's, like, Mm -hmm. double in terms. Anyway. So we kind of forget that the guy was like, when you pass through Brandon, it's going to (laughs) stink. So it's nighttime. We're driving. And then I see this fog coming, like this wall of fog. And I thought it was just mist, because I was cooling down or something. And so from far away, it's just like as cars would enter it, you know, like the lights start to, like, bloom. You know, the Mm -hmm. red lights start to bloom, where the car's coming this way, it starts to bloom. So then we're driving through it. And like everything has this, like, eerie glow. And then I'm like, yo, what is this? Is this just water, like moisture? So I open the window for like a second. And it was the worst smell I had ever smelled in my entire life. And I've never seen smell. And that's what was in the air. (laughs) It was just all these particles of like fertilizer and dead animal. And it was the worst smell. We closed the window. We drive through. And then like it stayed with us for like 10 10 minutes. It was the worst smell ever. And he's cycling through this. Right. So okay. So, so <laughs> I get on th- so <laughs> dude th- I I was so worried for him, right? So we're ahead. We're ahead. So we were two RVs, like a mini RV and then a, a major like uh, uh, um like a home base. Mm. Okay. And so uh we're ahead cuz we're going to go to Brandon pick up some supplies and sort of wait for them to have them come in and we have dinner together mm. kind of thing. So we're ahead. We go through this, and I'm like, "Oh my God, this is this is like an emergency." So I call the other RV. I'm like, "Guys, we have a problem. <laughs> I don't know how he's gonna do it, Yeah. but we just went through this. The most disgu- It's about a kilometer, which means when you're on a bike, he was y- averaging about 25 to 28 kilometers an hour. It's like he's gonna be in it for like whatever three four minutes. Wow. I was like we have to tell, they're laughing on the other, and I'm like, no, I'm worried for him. this is the worst <laughs> smell I've ever, and they're just laughing, they're just cracking up, Be like, okay, we'll tell him, so they tell him, and the thing is, because the prairies were so dry, hmm. his sinuses were completely clogged, <laughs> so he biked through it, and yeah, had no I idea, <laughs> he biked through it, because I was like, oh, we have to put a mask, and double up mask, yeah. or something, so that, He, 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 he he's like, it. didn't even notice, wow, so well, he's like, that's fortunate for
0: him, yeah, exactly, <laughs> like, So the people that live there, they're just used to this.
3: Right. So it's just like pockets of spots that have these crazy.
0: smell package smell things.
3: Yeah. So all like this, this cloud was West of the city about, uh, six to 10 kilometers away. So So when we got in Brandon, (laughs) I'm pretty sure it was Brandon, man. I just feel like I'm, I'm, I'm just like (laughs) shitting on Brandon (laughs) somewhere around there. (laughs) Poor, poor whatever (laughs) you call them. Uh, Brando's. Yeah. (laughs) So yeah, west uh, like the western end of the city didn't smell great. The eastern part smelled okay, but hey, maybe it's you. Maybe I got used to it, and I was like, oh, it doesn't smell that bad anymore. Yeah. But yeah, they probably did get used to it.
1: I wonder if they like pump moisture like into the air to capture it, like that cloud you saw. Like they, they're like, we need to contain this (laughs) somehow. Yeah. (laughs) We need to create some kind of like density so that it doesn't drift away. Oh man.
3: Did y- sorry, did you mention his name, the cyclist? Yeah, uh, Sebastien Cazeville. Okay, yeah, and and he, he has a really cool story too. You know, like this isn't the first time he does this kind of a feat. Mm. You know, you, like you can't just decide, oh, I'm going to bike across the country in 15 days and like that. So yeah, it's not everyone's normal conversation. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It
0: takes an extreme individual.
3: Mm-hmm. So he's done things like he's he's summited Everest. um... Uh, He's also run across the country, so he ran from, like, St. John's to, to Vancouver. Uh, but this was, like, a, it was almost like a tour. He was kind of, like, running something like a marathon, marathon and a half, going to, like, a high school and talking to kids. Mm. And so that took him, like, nine months. It was a much more relaxed pace. There was no, you know, de- uh, de- uh, time limit or deadline or anything like that. Uh, he also did this other... Um, I don't know if it's like the sahara foot race or something but he's done a lot and he's done like a bunch of Ironmans, mm. so he's doing an iron man pretty soon uh when is the isn't there one in Tromblon, like in the next Should few weeks september i believe yeah so i think yeah. he's he's going to be part of that one so he's he's an endurance athlete mm. um funny enough it's from like the diabetes pointed him in that direction he wasn't really active before and so he um from really. So from from what I understand he he started to get healthier because of the diabetes. Wow. Mm-hmm.
0: That's interesting.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: I guess the psychology behind it is maybe because now you have to be on top of yourself. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. on top of your monitoring your glucose mm-hmm. and insulin and like when you need to inject. Mm-hmm. But maybe also it was like a a realization or something. I'm sure he explained mm-hmm. it, but maybe it was like a an existential realization that this is not mm. a permanent existence. Mm-hmm. You know, we all have those and then you hear stories like that that get triggered mm-hmm. from from an event and all of a sudden that they just start doing something completely different. Yeah. Yeah. That's incredible. There's
1: mm-hmm. a third possibility. Mm. Maybe he can like tweak his performance levels by putting in like extra insulin or something. I don't know <laughs> if it would <laughs> He's like, "Guys, look how far like I can <laughs> run." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like I don't know if I don't think it's like
3: adrenaline, where
1: no, it's like, it's a, like a,
3: <laughs> a PED. <laughs> but uh, every
0: time you inject it, you just get this jolt. Yeah, <laughs> no. yeah.
1: Like, but it's like you were saying, like he's he's controlling it like very accurately because he has like a pump with like a readout and things mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. So it's like maybe he can mess with some levels and and get like a little extra, a few kilometers extra that day because he yeah. he did or didn't like he lets uh, so, like some <laughs> sugar effect like run on or something. I
3: don't like I, I don't know the physiology that well anymore, but. I think our, our pancreas is pretty good at that. Yeah. So really like that machine is trying Maybe to mimic the pancreas. <laughs> 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 so, so I don't know. Uh, but I'll ask him, I'll ask him if he's tried to tweak with it and see if it increases his, his performance.
0: It's like I a sweet spot. Like I- between this range, he feels like there's energy is just heightened. It's mm. like gears. Yeah. You
1: know, like we, we don't, we're all automatics, but he's like, right, he's right like, I'm like in a red line <laughs> a little yeah. today. Like see what happens. Yeah. But, um, um
3: but anyway, so yeah. so yeah, it was it was a great experience. And then uh the prairies were just like again, the the scenery I actually find a lot of people say they don't like the prairies, driving through the prairies. Th- they say it's boring, it's flat. It is flat, but I don't necessarily think it's boring. Mm. Uh so there's some really interesting photos I was able to take uh through the prairies. Um and then, you know, Ontario is Ontario, it's so long. Mm. And we were we were in this like we were on this northern highway that's really a trucker highway um you know like north of Timmins so there's kind of like three ways you could drive across the country and most people take either the one that's right above the Great Lakes the reason why we opted out of that one although it's shorter in distance there's a lot more hills Mm. Mm. um uh, and then there's there's the one that's kind of the in the middle one where a lot of people will drive it but then we were really quite north uh, and there was, like, nothing. Sometimes it was, like, 400 kilometers of nothing. Just, like, like there would be a gas station that was kind <laughs> of meh. And so, yeah. Uh, it's like those cartoonish gas stations just in the middle of nowhere. Kind of, yeah. Like, it's, like, deserted. Yeah. Wow. And, and then the other thing is, like, uh, we totally, es- especially my friend and I, who he was doing the video, I was doing the photos. We got so desensitized to, like, walking on the highway. <laughs> like, we would just, like, you know, park on the shoulder and just like, w- I was crossing the highway, <laughs> to get yeah. shots from the other side. You know, I just like, you're okay, good. I'm good. I walk, take some photos. Like trucks pass by, <laughs> walk cross. Like, <laughs> I it because c- you get so used to it. Mm. You know, you're just walking on the highway for like hours a day. So I messaged you <laughs>
0: during. <laughs> I messaged you during the experience because I just started seeing his posts on mm-hmm. Instagram. Mm-hmm. on like day like five day six like he was posting updates and you were telling me it was the hardest thing you've ever done in your life definitely and that kind of hit me because i'm like holy fuck you're i'm not you're even the supportive it. crew like taking the photos and just like you're on the outside of it yeah
3: yeah i have no idea what it must have been like on the inside Jeez. because again i wasn't even like we weren't even talking to him too much about those kinds of things because again you don't want to mess with someone's mental too much mm-hmm. so we would talk Keep about zone, yeah. yeah we i wouldn't be like hey man you know, <laughs> how are you on the bike with like no music, no podcasts for like hours? Like, are you going crazy? You don't want to you don't want to talk about those yeah. things. <laughs> but actually, tonight he's coming over uh, for dinner. And, and these are the kinds of things I want to ask him. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, it was definitely one of the hardest things I've ever done, especially the first five days. Because, you know, like I said, we'd wake up at four. We we'd just like run around like we felt like we were putting out fires all day, especially at first. We had to ice him every, like, 30 minutes to keep his body temperature cool. Like, that's what we learned after the heat stroke kind of mm. thing is that because we got, a li- like, we were doing that, and then we got a little lazy because of timing of, like, going to get supplies. And we're like, okay, you'll be good for an hour. But it's like, no, that's when it happened. Um, so we were icing him every 30 minutes, which, like, would slow him down, which is also one of the reasons why we think he wasn't able to, you know, do it in thir- in 13 days. Mm um we're getting supplies where you know communication like something i learned is how important communication is like clear concise communication doesn't have to be rude but when you start to like talk uh, kind of politely and nicely and like what do you think and what do you think like time is being lost mm. and i realized holy crap like time is of the essence and clear communication make sure that you don't waste any time. Like one day w- we w- uh, my buddy and I were lost for 3 hours because they kept telling us where they were, not where they're going to be. And so we're trying to, every time we would get to their like um their pin. Uh this is when we were driving through Calgary, so like it's kind like it's not just like east to uh west to east. There's like you could go north, you could go south and so we would always get to the last intersection that they were at. And then it's like, where did they go? Mm. And they weren't answering texts or calls. And so, um, so it was really tough, c- like, keeping track of, like, where we're going, mm. what our supplies are like, um, trying to communicate effectively. Um, what um, my friend and I would end up doing is every time we would, we would arrive at a stop, we would basically tell each other what we're going to do after we stop. Okay. I'm going to do this, you're going to do that, you're going to do that, we're going to grab this, and then we're going to come back in, and then we're going to go. Okay. And then we would do that, do what we said we were going to do, come in, and then we would kind of, g- okay, that was good when you did that. Uh, we could have, like, done that better. And then we would leave, and then we'd talk about what we're going to do at <laughs> the next <laughs> stop. And so okay. basically, yeah, we'd wake up at 4, we'd we we'd have all this stuff to, you know, like I said, it's that Mario level that's moving, mm-hmm. And then we would sometimes only stop at around uh, 11 o'clock at night. You know, we'd have, like, stops to eat and things like that. And then sometimes we were like, okay, cool, it's cold now at night, so let's keep cycling. Mm. So a couple nights, we didn't stop at 11. We stopped to eat, and then we started up again. And we biked, well, we biked from, like, midnight to 8 a.m. And then he slept after 8 a.m., so it's like 30 hours awake. Jeez. And you're driving yeah. and you don't want to so it's just there yeah. that's 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 why it was like very mentally difficult. Yeah. And then the 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 um, sleep deprivation was really tough.
1: <laughs> that sounds really that sounds kind of like the army. You know, like you're the just physically what you're going through. Like the the m- when you're talking about the the like this this like scrutiny and like uh team dynamic that just mm-hmm, kind mm-hmm. of was born of necessity mm-hmm. like it reminds me of playing a like a video game and being on like discord with friends and just being like okay i'm going here okay left okay okay i'm up okay pass it like mm-hmm. you're, there's no mean but there's no polite either it's quick concise and it's, ne- it's needed because it's like a high octane situation so mm-hmm, you're pretty mm-hmm. much saying that you needed that level of like <laughs> for yeah. like a half a month and y- yeah
3: well For like half, for like half, the the first half of the trip, because up until like the halfway point, we
1: were spinning plates, kind of like just figuring it out. Yes.
3: But the goal was to beat the record at the halfway point. We realized it's basically impossible. Okay. And that really changed the dynamic of the, of everything. Yeah. The mission and what we're doing. And that to me was a little bit like it was a little tough for me. Um, Because, again, I went in there thinking, okay, I'm going to take photos and drive across the country Mm. but quickly there was kind of like almost like a leadership gap or a vacuum and i felt compelled to sort of take that on to be like okay this is what we should be doing and whenever the support crew would suggest something it was like like I, i i would reiterate what they said or what they asked just to be clear that I understood what they said, right? Mm. Um, because like I said, like sometimes we would, we would waste like 30 minutes because they went one way and uh, we went another way. Mm. Um, like little things like, yeah, we're going to be on the one, right? And you're like, okay, we're on the one, it's easy. But then there's a corollary um, highway that's like the 1A. And when, you know, it's like, yeah, we're going to be on the one, you know, he's a local, so he actually meant the 1A, we didn't know that. I so see. we're on a parallel highway, you know, a few kilometers away. Yeah. And it's like, it's our t- turn to support. And where, where are you guys? We can't see you. Yeah. And it's like, oh, we're on this pin. And it's like, holy crap, you guys are really far. It's going to be this detour. It's going to take 40 minutes to get there, you know? Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, you're right. Like, I felt that, you know, it was almost like, oh, this is why uh, there is this, m- like, military communication, which is a little bit, uh, like, tight. And it could seem a little dry, but it's I think it's effective. Yeah, you have,
1: like, this pit crew energy. Well, it removes mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. interpretation,
0: right? Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. The that's exactly like it. You're just getting... S- like, it, it does appear rude, but, like, the intention is just to be concise and direct and accurate, mm-hmm. you know? Exactly. So there's no room for... Uh,
3: Ambiguity. Like yeah. Yeah. And that's the thing, too, is, like, because all of us had the same goal, right, uh at least I didn't feel like it was rude when someone would tell me exactly what to do. I was like, yep, sweet. That Let's has to do get it. done. Let's do it. Um, and I think like in, in regular everyday, like it could be rude and whatnot. And it feels rude when someone's a little bit dry. But in this situation, it was really uh, needed. And uh, so that's one thing I learned is like, okay, like when, I, g- I, I guess, yeah, playing a like a, a first-person shooter <laughs> where time's really quick, it kind of feels like that.
1: We call it hard comms. Hard comms. It's just cool. like. Yeah. That, see, that's a
3: cool <laughs> term. Like mayb- maybe next next time around when we do it, I'll be like, guys, <laughs> guys we're entering are. hard comms. <laughs> and then, and the thing is that you, we would joke around a lot. This is the craziest thing. Like this guy is, is like cycling for hours and hours, cl- hundreds of kilometers a day. And every time he would stop, he was in pretty good spirits unless like his blood sugar was acting up. And he's doing dick jokes. He's just like making oh, yeah. jokes like here and there. And he's just like. And it's like, how the hell are you still, <laughs> I, I, d- I just don't understand. He was, he was always trying to crack jokes. And like, th- g- cracking jokes is one thing, mm. and it's fun, and it relieves pressure. And then it's like, okay, but like, when when we have stuff to do, it's really good to be in that oh hard comms. <laughs> I like that term. It's fun. So, it's yeah. Useful. No. So... You said the mood changed
0: mm-hmm. at the halfway point mm-hmm. when you realized that the record wouldn't be bre- wouldn't be beaten. What mm-hmm. do you mean
3: by that? It was just like everyone was more relaxed, or disappointed, or was it just sad? So I could give you my my yeah. like how I felt, mm. and then I could tell you what I think uh, the general mood was. Okay. Uh, have you guys seen? Is it Jughead? Uh, Jake Gyllenhaal. Uh, he's in like yeah. uh, he's like a, he's like a sniper, and at essentially at the end of the movie, he's supposed to take a shot, and then he gets a call in, and they're like, "Don't take the shot," and he f- he freaks out.
1: Oh yeah, uh, Jarhead. 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 Yeah, Jarhead.
3: I remember that movie. Yeah, it's it a long Jughead. time ago. <laughs> yeah, Jarhead. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Archie. I right? was thinking Archie exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jarhead. That's funny. Uh, and I remember seeing the movie, and I was like, "Wow, that's that's pretty powerful." But when at least for me, when the decision was made that we weren't pursuing the goal of beating the record, I felt I I, I could see why that guy, like I empathized with that, like it made me think of the movie. Mm. Because I was like, that's what I wanted to do. For seven days we were working like crazy. I wanted to accomplish this goal. And then it's like, no, we're not doing it. And it's like, well, why not? Mm. Right? That's how I felt. And so the thing is, I wasn't disappointed for instance, that you know, the the team decided not to keep pushing for the goal or to keep... It's just that I knew that the intensity was going to sort of be throttled back. And I think it had more to do with the support crew than with Seb. And so in a sense, like, I feel like because we were also a changing crew that's another thing i forgot to mention it was like we had uh two people doing the supporting and then after five days we had one person who came in did the supporting and then after five days we had two people come in and do the supporting so that was actually another aspect that was interesting is like each time the crew would change uh it had a different feeling but anyway the point is Mm. I feel like it was because of the crew that Seb wasn't able to accomplish the goal. Mm. Um and so I felt like like that was uh, that was on us, mm. you know what I mean? And so again, it's not like I was disappointed that uh, you know, Seb wasn't going to beat the record. It's that he w- we weren't going to be trying to get him across as fast as possible. Mm. Cuz you know, if he if we were all working at the same intensity and it ended up taking fifteen days, that's fine. Yeah. The point is like the intention, right? And if the intention and the effort and the energy was there, and we got it in fifteen days, mm-hmm. I would have felt better than knowing that we all decided, Torn it down a bit, to sort of take the foot off the mm-hmm. pedal, and then it took fifteen days.
0: Yeah, I mean, because then you d- in the back of your mind it went from a hundred percent effort to like whatever 70, 80% if you're giving it a number and then it's just that missing effort is just going to haunt you in a sense, mm-hmm. you know?
3: And that's the thing is like, for me, I'm thinking about it and it's like I- if, if, uh, for some reason, Seb, uh, couldn't keep going because he was just like drained or he got hurt or something. It's like, that's fine. But the fact that I think it was us, the crew that, that, made it so that he couldn't keep going mm. or keep going at that intensity. Um that's where I was also disappointed like in the team in us as opposed to like the athlete who was he he was performing under like crazy conditions, you know? Yeah.
1: It's it must feel weird also to be doing just this like max effort, like there's so much thought that goes into it, but then he just has to bike a lot. And then someone's like doing math. And they're like, hey, man, you know, I'm like, I love how I made it sound like some fucking nerd in the corner. Millhouse. <laughs> yeah. He's doing math. God. We all know that guy. Yeah. No, but on it, like, seriously, like some guys like, hey, like, I, I think with these numbers on this napkin that you're not going to make it. So, like, should we bother? Mm -hmm. and it's like come on guys let's just like pretend you didn't say that and Mm -hmm. let's just go for it and like you might have been off by a few hours you might have made it but it was close you might have made it in 14 days instead of 15 or whatever Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. like it's it's i guess that's the part that's bothering you Uh, Mm but i mean Mm -hmm. is there is there like a is there like a vibe to try again You know, like like uh, the weather will be cooler. That desert part will be easier. You Mm. get most of the same crew, so you guys are like more efficient, and Mm. you know what to expect.
0: Get some David
3: Goggins to join in. Oh man,
1: he'll just run next to him.
3: Yeah, (laughs) he'll run at twenty (laughs) five kilometers an hour for the fourteen days. You don't know me. (laughs) 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 Take off
0: your poopy
4: pants.
3: (laughs) Um. Uh. So. uh, No. So for now. I would say no uh, for the cross-Canada trip. But one of the things we're going to be talking about tonight is uh, potentially next year doing, uh, it's called the RAM, mm. the Race Across America. And that's an actual race with other competitors, other teams. Um, I don't know the specs of like what city we start in and what city we end in, but it's basically a west to east kind of a thing. So that would be next year. Nice. And that's oh, so we did about fifty-eight hundred kilometers in r- fifteen days, and the the ram is um, is basically forty-eight hundred kilometers, and most people uh, finish it in eleven days. So it's it's comparable.
5: Mm.
3: Excuse me. Um. Uh, but I think the one reason why I think I- it's quite doable is A, we have the experience from what we just did. Mm. Yeah. And B, there are other people around you, you know, like almost setting pace. Because yeah. when you're alone, it's really like like how much do you want to bike? Yeah. And that's another factor that I, I g- again, we're doing like a like a post mortem tonight of like what, what what went wrong? What can we what did we learn okay. from the experience? And like one of those things is he should never wonder how much he's gonna pedal in terms of kilometers. It's like okay, you have to pedal, you know, sixty k, uh, and we'll see you in two hours, kind of a thing. Um, like we have to be like okay, today we're we're doing four hundred fifty three kilometers. Mm. We're gonna start at this time, and we want to end by this time so that you have three and a half hours of sleep, you know. Um, so you know what you are saying before about you know like the the Debbie Downer doing the math. I also think it's really important that we have that, but as opposed to like post hoc. Like after the fact, like, oh, we can't make it. It's like we can because these are the steps required. Like if we break it down, like at first we were always talking about 442, right? So 442 kilometers, that's the average uh, number of kilometers he needs to do per day. 442. 442. Okay. Um, But, you know, obviously it varied depending on terrain. So we had the breakdown ahead of time of how many kilometers he should do. But basically it's like you need that map and then you need to just follow the map. Mm. Um anyway, so next year we want to do the RAM, which nice. would be uh similar, but but we don't have plans of him attempting the record again. Um and that's kind of the other reason why I was disappointed because I felt like this is like what's his personal best? Like what's going to be his mm. personal best for crossing the the country? He's not going to do it again. Yeah. Mm. So that's why for me it was like let's just let's go as ma- max. Let's g- let's let's go as max so that you could look back and be like, yeah, man, I did in 15 days. It was tough. Mm. But the whole crew was supporting me 100% and allowing me to do this.
1: Yeah, like really leave it out all out on the table kind of thing, mm-hmm. or whatever mm-hmm. the expression is.
0: Mm-hmm. The, the way I think about it is like your military example. It's like there should be like a plan A is like the ideal conditions, ideal set. And mm-hmm. then, okay, if we're behind, then plan B comes into play. If we're behind on plan B, plan C comes into play. And that's just like maintaining that goal to to... to to win the record Mm -hmm. so then like by that seven day mark or whatever it's okay we got to go to plan d now and d is like 500 today we max it out we go a little bit easier like something just random like that Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and instead of like this uh surrendering idea it's more of just like uh, adapting and even if we don't make it we have that mindset the whole way through to just fucking we're just going to keep adjusting we're just going to keep adjusting to try to win and Mm -hmm. then we get there when we get there Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. i guess uh,
1: that's why the like the Like the micromanaging each day is really uh, important Mm because it's like, okay, we need to do, I don't know, like 600 kilometers on this day because we can't stop anywhere on this place. Mm -hmm. Or like this thing is like, a lot of ups and downs, but it's going to be yeah. f- short because it's only like 80 kilometers. So there's two or three days we can maybe crash into one day if we're behind on the other days. Like mm-hmm, So you start mm-hmm. seeing all these opportunities for exactly. a mm-hmm. for a plan B or C kind of thing.
0: Because well, w- we come from the fighting community. So mm-hmm. it's like you hear these coaches in the corners in like a championship fight the guy's losing every round and then the coach is like, okay we need we need us su- like you need to take this round if you lose this round then we're gonna have to go for a submission or knock in the next two rounds because you're behind on points mm-hmm. like their whole mentality towards strategy your, even to the last like 10 seconds the coach is screaming it's not like they get back to the corner like "Fuck it, man you lost <laughs> let's just get to the end here <laughs> yeah, let's just you know yeah, like it's yeah. and it's t- I i understand your mentality going into it mm-hmm. it's just like we come from a similar background in terms of our n- atmosphere of training mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and it's just like it's just the the prize is in the in, in the vision and that's you're just eye on the prize the whole way through. Mm-hmm. Even if y- you know or the surrounding know it's not gonna be achieved, the guy is just going because that's the vision, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
3: Yeah. So what, what is funny though, from his perspective, he did feel like there was a um, there was like a weight lifted mm-hmm. off his shoulders after we decided that we're not doing the record. Um and, you know, after that, he, he did a couple of really big days still, mm. you know, so he was still pushing, yeah, yeah, he was still pushing hard. Um, uh, but yeah, no, I, yeah, I think we're totally saying the same thing is like, yeah. we did have these like contingencies, but they maybe weren't as tight as they could be. Mm. Um, anyway, it was, it was a really good learning experience in terms of leadership preparation, I'm um, just uh, put this out there like mm-hmm.
0: we're t- we're talking um, it's still an insane amount he did it, it like for the average person <laughs> it would take them maybe a month plus to do what he did you
3: know oh the average person it's like probably two longer 2 months there you go so and again yeah. people who do this aren't average but the yeah. i think the average time to to bike across the country and usually people are self-supported right they don't have a crew yeah. you know they'll, they'll they'll be on a touring bike and it's like i i have two friends who did it and it's like 100 pounds of stuff cuz you've got your tent your food your water yeah. all that it takes like two months yeah. uh, but but so this is a little bit different but um, no it's insane uh, his yeah. ma- his biggest day was 526 kilometers like people if you'd ever
0: cycled I would go with friends to Tromba and we would do 100 kilometers there was definitely a lot of climbs but at the end of the 100 kilometers we'd be finished and that was like three hours of cycling mm-hmm. so times that by four
3: and then do five, it again and then do it again the next day yeah that's the part that's crazy is like you don't get you know it's like oh my 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 butt is sore i don't want to get on the saddle right
0: that's another factor oh man not (laughs) even physically tired like your ass literally starts to chafe (laughs) and just like you have a bib you have like these cushions on the seat but Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. at some point it doesn't even matter anymore
3: yeah yeah. so we he he was he was using (laughs) uh we would just call it ass cream it's like (laughs) the it's the diaper it's the diaper rash cream for babies so you know he would like get off his thing after like two or like two or three hours, and he'd be like, "Give me the ice cream, boys! <laughs> I'm like, All right." It's like in the front, in the <laughs> back. He's like, "All right," and we like give him like hand wipes. And I'm like, "Oh my god!" Like everyone's gonna have pink eye by the end of this trip. Yeah, for real. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, and it's like, you know, maybe if you really pushed yourself, uh, even with like no training and you kind of go light, you could do maybe a 250 or 300 kilometer day. But I bet you you're not going to want to get on that bike for another two weeks. Mm. And yeah. he was doing; he was averaging like 400 kilometers a day
1: oh, for two weeks
3: for for 15 Straight. days. And it's just like you got to <sighs> get on the bike again. And like halfway through, and and, and I'll show you, uh, I'll show you a portrait I took of him. Uh, basically, like around day 10, he's just so beat up, mentally th- beat.
0: Did you do the comparison photo? Was that yes, you? exactly? Yeah. Okay. Okay. I want to post that. Yeah, in this video. Yeah. Like to show people. So th- the before and after. Yeah, because you saw the two faces compared. And it's it's crazy what ten days could do.
3: He looks like <laughs> he's been through some shit. <laughs> it's a- it's and crazy. And he did lose like fifteen pounds. You know, and he's he's yeah. a pretty lean guy already. Wow. So he lost fifteen pounds in fifteen days. Um yeah, at some point he had like pretty uh, bad edema. I, I don't know if I should just take the yeah. laptop out now because I could show you the pictures of like his thighs that were just like yeah, swollen.
0: Let's let's. let's th- I want to see these photos, and okay. then d- for the video, we will um, we'll post it. You guys will see it, and then for audio, we'll kind of describe it as
3: best we can. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Just give me a sec. Yeah. I guess this is, is this is where the editing happens. eh? Uh
1: ah, maybe not.
0: Maybe no.
3: we'll, give really yeah. Uh, yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll keep really quickly. Yeah, we'll keep talking
1: in k- case yeah. we are accidentally hilarious. But
0: this is where if we have a bigger space. We can have that pull-up-the-Jamie kind
1: of screen. You and your bigger space. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm kidding. I'm totally down.
0: We have that pull-it-up-Jamie kind of screen that we can just have a laptop connected to it. it
1: Pull-it-up-Jamie. Screen. Mm -hmm.
3: So they'll see it. Yeah, and some of the photos we can go over more quickly. Um, Again, I'm not showing you all the photos because there's a lot of photos. Yeah. But yeah, so this is the, the, uh, you know, this is like at 3.40 a.m. the day of. This is pre-starting or... This is just just before we started. Nice. Um, this is right outside of uh, City Hall in Vancouver. Again, right before starting. Um, Dude, great photography,
0: by the way. Thank you. It's uh, the details incredible. I don't know why, but it's it says so
3: much in this photo. Uh, uh, that's the thing is like <laughs> when you're put it, it's uh, when you're put in these kinds of situations, um, y- you're sort of fortunate to be able to photograph these things cuz most of the time you get super interesting stuff. Yeah. Like like y- y- this is just raw anxiety emotion. He knows he's going to start and he's not going to be able to stop for at the, you know 13 days at this point is yeah. is, is what he's thinking. He knows it's going to be really tough, probably the toughest thing he's ever done. Yeah. This is literally 15 minutes before he gets on the bike. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> why am i doing this like yeah. that's what like that face that i feeling.
0: don't know if you guys see it but i see a little hint of comedy in his eyes like like he's he's kind of laughing at himself a little bit or maybe yeah. i'm just yeah creating maybe this picture.
3: He's, he's like i'm so dumb
0: <laughs> he's like i need that ass cream <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs>
3: exactly and again so yeah this is uh these are the sponsors dexcom and tandem Jeez. these are his like custom socks that's his like a signature okay. of his that that he has on his socks but it looks nice. Yeah. This was like the first major stop, um, so this is Ryan, one of the the guys of the first crew, and uh, Alec, and and uh, th- this is this is like six a.m. or something. So we've mm. just been biking for two hours, um, and we're like, okay, uh, what what fluids do you need? What and he's just joking around. Yes. Uh, again, it's only been two hours. Yeah. He has no idea what's <laughs> co- what's coming really. Yeah, it's but crazy. Um, uh, and then this is. Uh, Again, the days are—they're li- not c- fully continuous—but this is when we start to put ice in, um, in like rags, and just put it on the back of his neck okay. to to cool him down. It's sweat. That's just sweat, man. Fifty
0: degrees, biking. So for the listener, like is it kind of looks like a water suit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he looks like he just <laughs> got <out> of the <laughs> <it> Looks like <laughs> he just got out of like an ocean. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Here, what I was trying to do is like photograph the heat. Okay. And so you can see the truck and the car in the background. That sort of like waving heat from from the pavement. Yeah. And uh, because it's like really hard to visualize heat. Yeah. (laughs) So this is kind of like when you could see that mirage effect. Did Did he have any flats along the way, or was it hot enough to burn his tire or anything like that? Uh, No, he did have flats, but it wasn't from the heat. Okay. Uh. But yeah, the the pavement was crazy hot. Yeah. Like I was lying down, like on my, (laughs) like on side for the photo but yeah. it was worth it i think <laughs> <laughs> but but no the pavement was super hot um i i kept having to move my feet because because like my feet felt like they're cooking wow. uh because because there's just r- the heat was coming from the bottom
4: mm. as
3: opposed to like coming from the top you know yeah just like absorbed in the concrete mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and so again this is just like you know the the we started to instead of just always being where he was gonna stop or whatever. This is the main RV, and that's just him on the side. Yeah. We would be like, okay, let's like go somewhere and set up a shot. And so this is us like on an overpass, like se- setting up shots, uh, setting up shots. Very cool. Um, yeah. Again, he's this is like at yeah. the this is actually at the end of day one, and he's cracking jokes. <laughs> it's like uh, nine p.m. Because yeah. the sunset's really late um, out west, depending on like at what part of the time zone you're in. Hmm. So it was like 9 o'clock and the sun is just starting to set. So this is the RV. Um, you can't see it here until you zoom in, but this is him like getting up after. That's a good shot. Yeah, this is like day. That's a great <laughs> shot. That should be like a <laughs> the trailer to the, if he has a documentary, that's like the the, f- the photo the on the, the cover thumbnail part. Like yeah. 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 The, the poster kind of thing. That's great. Because it's just, you see, he's like Fuck <laughs> This is day two. So he just did that big day in the heat in the mountains. Wow. And he's like, Fuck, I gotta do it again. <laughs> so
1: this is this is right before he has a heat stroke. Th- yeah, essentially. Well,
3: yeah, this is like uh twelve hours before he has a heat stroke. He doesn't even know what's coming. <laughs> he doesn't even know what's <laughs> he coming. He doesn't even know it's coming. <laughs> yeah. Uh again, just prep in the morning.
0: So he he sleeps on average four hours a night, this whole experience. that's the goal. Yeah
3: yeah, he was uh sometimes less. Hmm. But that was the idea. It was, uh, let's get you like a three hour block at night. And then if it was too hot in the day, he would sometimes take like a one hour nap or something. Um, And that's kind of what we all did. You know, we all kind of slept for three hours and then just worked. And then whenever we would be, let's say like, okay, we'll see you in uh, 30 kilometers. And we knew we had about an hour. We would take, like, a 30-minute nap when we could. Okay. But sometimes we couldn't because we had to, like, get supplies and, like, charge batteries, back up our data, yeah. uh, send data. Because we, we were also, like, sending photo and video to the sponsors. Hmm. Um, so we, I, I was editing photos still. Like, I'd be in the RV as my buddy's driving, edit photos, <laughs> and then, like, link it up to my phone to, s- like, send it so that they could post it, like, yeah. The previous days. Um, so, yeah, there was a lot of stuff to... Everyone just, like, redlining it. Yeah. So, this shot, uh, we ended up um, at the... So, we had, like, an, an RV uh, that was... You know those things that go on top of, um, like, a pickup truck? Mm-hmm. Mm. It's just, like, a cab that goes on top of the pickup truck. And the door, like, opens at the back. Yeah. So, this is us, like, h- this is me hanging out the back. We, uh, we like, tied harness to the support and i'm like sitting on the edge of the rv with the door opened <laughs> taking photos of him like yeah, that's pretty cool it was really fun <laughs> it was really fun so now we kind of did a bit of a skip we might actually go back and forth like i said it's not uh chronological but mm. uh yeah this is in the prairies and this is the kind of cool things that you can do when you have like nothing around you You could start m- playing with composition a little bit mm. um and using the the sky and uh and the prairies themselves as, like, compositional right. elements in the photo. Yeah, so this was, uh, this is, like, uh, in the prairies, there's these, uh, I think it's called, a t- like, a tilling pond or something. It's, like, where all the waste water kind of goes. Mm. Oh. Okay. <laughs> just uh, It all meets in one spot? Yeah, oh. and so it smells kind of weird, but, uh, but it's water, and it was really hot. So he just, like, took a bit of a dip in <laughs> the tilling <laughs> pond. Uh. <laughs> but it was refreshing, Oh, <laughs> yeah.
1: I, you know, you were saying before that, um, yeah, that really messed with me. <laughs> yeah, you were saying before that you like, like you you were trying to capture like the the heat, like that that kind of water mirage yeah, on yeah. the street. Are like I notice uh, some of these pictures in the day, like it seems like it's high noon, and like yeah. there's something crispy about the sun. Yes, yes. Is that just kind of was that just the shot, or did you like do something to kind of make it look like it looks hot? Yeah, so. Uh, uh, maybe the subject also, because he took his shirt off and everything, but, like, and maybe what the. kind of cl- hot he's you talking about? Yeah, <laughs> that's it. That's <laughs> it. Uh, no,
3: so, yeah, so what you're talking about is, like, hard light. Uh, when there's no clouds in the sky and the sun is very high, what you end up with is, like, a very small source of light and a very, you know, far away source of light. And so what you get are these really hard, dark shadows and a lot of contrast. And okay. so that's what you're seeing here. So yes, I did edit the photo, but I didn't have to like push the colors too, too much or, or add much more contrast mm. because the light itself is making it so, like you said, crunchy. And it's funny you use that word because I use that word a lot for, for light and also for that's funny. flavors of things <laughs> that are crunchy. <laughs> yeah. Um,
1: so yeah, this is... It, it seems like just more like substantial, like... Mm. like, like
3: uh, d- high contrast is yeah. really the thing. Um, you know, like you see the shadows, are like the yeah. shadows are, are very it it gets very dark, very quick versus something that has like a transition. Mm-hmm. So let's say over here on his bicep, it's a little it softer. It
1: looks like comic bookie almost. Yeah. It just has this these lines of shadow. Yeah. yeah so mm. that's
3: that's the hard light causing that. Uh, oh and there's a funny story with this. OK, so basically my buddy and I, you know, we start to feel really good because we're supporting him we're getting all our shit done photo video we also had a drone so we have drone mm. footage nice. you know we're giving him his liquids we're giving him his foods hey, okay we feel so good right and literally right after taking this shot okay so we're like man we can do it all like we we, we just came here for media but we're al- also able to support him we feel so good we give him his waters his 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 fluids <laughs> he leaves and then uh, we're like, okay, we'll see you in 30K. He's like, cool. So we start driving. And then we hear this like rattle, like, we're, like oh. we're driving. And then, you know, I have a- allergies here and there, and we're in the prairies. And I sneeze, and it's like, I chew. And then, and then it gets all quiet. And we're like, what the hell? What was that? Whatever. We just keep driving. We meet him in the 30K. We go to the back. We get his Gatorade. We get, uh, and, and, and we're like, where's the water? Right. Because we had this big, you know, like those big uh, water cooler things of water, like the big blue things. Yeah. What happened was so we're just like, wait, where's where's our water? And we're like, wait, is that what that noise was? So we had put the water in front of the truck and we would always support him on the back of the truck. Yeah. And so by the time we get in, we kind of forgot that we had left the water in the front, and we were driving, and it was just rolling in front of the bumper. (laughs) (laughs) And it just so happened that the timing of it, like, flying off the front of the bumper, because, again, we're in a truck, so if it's just rolling, we can't see it. Yeah. Uh, It just, like, when I sneezed, it just, like, (laughs) flew off. So then I'm like, oh, man. So we turn around, we drive back (laughs) to see if there's any water, no water left, and we're like, wow, that's karma, right? You think you're so good, your ego's pumped, you're like, oh, we could do it all. And it's like no, we d- we we just lost all the water, and we have to go get another <laughs> jug of water. And it's, yeah. uh, it's funny, that, but right.
1: like the just the fact that this picture made you think of that. Like I just when I first saw it, I just had this eerie feeling because of the reflection. Mm-hmm. Like it's like a broken reflection, and it gives you this like black mirror moment, sort right, of, of, where right. it's like all nice on one side, and then it's like what's going on? Split. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> it's like yeah, you have this cocky moment, and then this this like we lost the water. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you, were, you Well, it's, just, it's it. just so funny that, like, everyone can relate to those moments. You, just, you get so overconfident about mm-hmm. something, and you
1: just get slammed
0: down.
3: Yeah. It's like, yeah. Oh yeah, you think you got it? Here, try this. Exactly. It's hilarious. Yeah. So, again, it's just like, this is stuff that you can't do when there's stuff around. This is why I was saying I loved yeah, that's the prairies. It's so nice yeah. to, to be able to basically compose with just lines, mm-hmm. you know? And then you you basically, uh, the subject pops out more because there's no background.
1: Mm. It feels like there's no depth because there's no reference, but there's still distance somehow. Like this Mm -hmm. little... Just
3: that line kind of on the... mm -hmm.
1: Gives you this kind of like endless desert Mm. image.
3: Is this sunset or sunrise? Uh, I'm pretty sure this was sunset. Hmm. Yeah. You know, just cool shots. Yeah. Awesome. Just uh, Seb being Seb. (laughs) Yeah. Man, thi- great. this shot I'm really proud of. Okay. The reason is we planned this out. We, so this is sunrise. Mm. And uh, we woke up at like whatever, 3.30, 4 o'clock. We uh, drove out. And then we saw a really nice spot where we knew he would pass. I had enough sort of um, field in front of me. And we were just waiting for him so that I wanted to line up the sun with his bike. But we ended up waiting something like 30, 40 minutes. And at first, right, the sun was like here kind of thing. Mm. But I was over here. Like I was off to the side so I could line it up. And then as time would pass, I could see the progression of the sun. Oh, sorry. Actually, it was the other way. So I could see the progression of the sun and that I had to like move, so I was just like inching my way across mm. to make sure that the sun would line up when he would pass, and we didn't know when he was going to pass right wow, that's cool but no this um
0: so it's right above him yeah that's so uh,
3: you know th- in in this case it's like as and and that's the other thing is again, it felt f- almost like hunting or it f- and again i've never hunted i i, I really i'm I'm interested in, in 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 you know um seeing seeing or going with someone who knows how to how to hunt, but it was like you're doing all this prep, and you're just waiting. Yeah, and you're waiting for like thirty that minutes, one shot. forty-five minutes, cetera. And then you can kind of start to be like, "Oh, like when's when's he going to get here?" And then all of a sudden, he comes, and then it's like <gasps> adrenaline surges. You're like, <laughs> "You got to get the shot because you can't like do it again." Mm. Kind of thing. It's almost
0: identical, I think. The way you're describing it and the way I f-
3: I've heard of hunting, it sounds mm-hmm. like it's
0: the same feeling. Mm-hmm,
3: mm-hmm. You know, at least a little bit less dramatic outcome, though. Sure. Um. Yeah, this was, uh, <laughs> this was this was this uh, like his lunch break again. We uh, this is what I meant with the uh, the door opens at the back of mm. the uh, truck, but uh, we're waiting for the support crew to get there, and uh, we're gonna give him his fluids and food, and he's we're doing an interview at the same time. While we wait for the crew to get there, the crew was gonna get there, and he was gonna take a bit of a nap, mm. but we're talking to him, and he's just like fading. He'd start talking, and then he would, like, just stop mid-sentence. Hmm. And then he'd look up, and he'd be like, uh, what was I saying? <laughs> like, just... Where are we? Yeah, like, just, he would, and his eyes were just, like, super slowly closed. He would start asking questions that weren't super important. Okay. You know, like, but, and, and th- this is, like, maybe day five, six, and I could tell, like, now the fatigue the mental fatigue is really starting to set in where he's not making much sense he's really kind of like mm. and um you know shortly thereafter he uh he slept for like 2 hours and yeah. then he was he was a lot better and okay
1: yeah what a crazy state to be in <laughs> where you're just like always tired and always f- pushing physically and just yeah. like you're yeah in this like in between mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not in between you're tired
3: your <laughs> but you're tired, and then also, like, you're just, like, you're riding on a, adrenaline the whole time, right? In this weird way, because at the same time, you're just cycling, right? But there's still, like, a, a base level of adrenaline that's, like, a little yeah. bit higher. A slow drip. Mm-hmm. This is really funny. That's awesome. So um, he said, basically, that between 2 and 4 p.m., he always gets, like, a dip in energy, you know? It's kind of after lunch, but he gets hungry around 4, so he gets tired, etc., So I built, (laughs) built, (laughs) I cut up this, like, uh, just like a, this is like a fizzy water kind of a box. (laughs) And I cut it up, taped it up so that it could make, like, a basket. And every day, (coughs) every day at 2, I would be like, Seb, give me 60K, and at 4 o'clock, we'll get you a treat. (laughs) And it was, like, a surprise treat. So I asked him, (laughs) like, things things that he liked. And so I had, like, a list to pick from. And so he's like, Oh man, like anything. And I was like, anything. He's like, Oh, ketchup chips, uh, A <laughs> and W burger. Cause Oh yeah. He's also a vegetarian. So that's another added <laughs> thing. And, and that also relates a little bit back to, uh, the, the, at some points we had issues with his nutrition too, because you know, the crew, uh, weren't necessarily versed in like cooking vegetarian. Mm. You know, these are like some late forties, early 50 year old guys who probably didn't do that much cooking growing up. Mm. Um, and then probably don't do that much cooking at the moment, right? Because I asked them, and they're like, ah, oh, you know, I don't do that much cooking. My wife does most of the cooking. So on top of the fact that they don't really cook all that much, none of them were or have ever been vegetarian. Mm. And so that was an issue, too, <laughs> for his nutrition. Yeah. So, so, yeah, A&W, the vegetarian burger, <laughs> you know, the Impossible burger he's he's like oh uh, uh, mcdonald's french fries uh (laughs) ice cream whatever so uh, we would just like throw one of these things in
1: was there a weird one on the list like did he really want like chocolate raisins
3: no that's weird (laughs) no one no one should ever eat chocolate raisins (laughs) (laughs) Uh, that's why that's why i
1: chose that one i think (laughs) i was just like what's a weird i don't know like he just wanted like the big toblerone (laughs) it's like you can eat that yourself it's like yeah man
3: oh well the though it wasn't weird necessarily but it was hard to get it was like carrot cake like he really likes carrot cake and it was like i w- I, w- I spent like three days trying to find a freaking <laughs> carrot like you think you just go to the supermarket and get a you, get a you need cake like a, a
1: smoke meat cake. shack or like <laughs> a yeah right Where do you like get carrot cake
3: like 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 a del um yeah. like a diner kind of a thing exactly
1: yeah.
3: uh so anyways we ended up getting him carrot cake but no it would be like you know, give me a dozen donuts. Just I'm going to eat a dozen donuts. <laughs> well, I mean, you're in survival <laughs> mode. Then and and he's burning like yeah. nine, ten thousand 10,000 calories a day. Yeah. At that point, it doesn't matter what you eat. It doesn't matter. Yeah. He, like I said, he lost ten yeah. uh, 15 pounds, right? Yeah. Uh, this is just a bug that... Oh. Uh, <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's a, little a trippy-ass bug. This is a little nod to Malf. Malf uh, knows what this yeah. is all about. Yeah. Okay. So this is where I started to like uh, play around with uh, shutter speed. So... Uh, usually when you take a photo, especially in sports, you want to freeze the action mm. by photographing at a very high shutter speed. Mm. You know, like one two thousandth of a second so that movement is frozen and things aren't blurry. But what's interesting is you can do the opposite. You could actually slow down the the shutter speed to visualize motion. Right. So you might not get your subject in, in focus, or sharp, because there's gonna be some movement in it. This mm. is not the best example. This is like me playing with it. Yeah. So it looks like a few shots after kind of really showcase it. But, but that's what I was like, okay, I'm bored of these shots. Let's mm. do something more interesting. Um, I thought that was like quite fitting.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> awesome. <laughs> that fatigue kills, take a break. <laughs>
3: <laughs> he passes right by it. It's <laughs> like, uh, the world's telling me that's something. That's a sign? Yeah, yeah, yeah like someone yeah, put the a universe sign. Hey uh, Amen.
1: Take a break. <laughs>
3: <laughs> so this is where I started to play with wide-angle lenses. All the shots before were with like telephoto lenses. Again, these are usually uh, sports or wildlife photographers will have those. They're like the big zoom lenses. Mm-hmm. And this is like a very wide um, lens. And so again, these shots like require some time for prep. Like you need to know where he's going to be, mm. and get really close. And this is why you get this weird distortion effect. You see how the wheel looks like an oval, mm. but it gives a bit of a sense of like velocity. I find. So this is what I meant in terms of dragging the shutter. That's cool. So what I'm doing here is I'm following the cyclist, but the shutter is opened, and so he's a little bit more in focus, and then everything else sort of like has this sense of movement.
1: It's weird how that picture made you feel like you're going fast, Mm -hmm. but the guy, like, it's hard to explain, because the other one Mm -hmm. was... Like oh this? no! Not th- the no. first one with the. Oh. Where you're saying you were experimenting yeah. with the shutters, mm-hmm. like the the guy seemed blurry and the and the background didn't, mm-hmm. and that seemed like more realistic to like him being th- the thing that's moving. Right. But it gave you this. It gave me this weird feeling like I was in a train or something watching him. Okay. Whereas this looks more like I'm in a train watching him, but I'm getting the feeling that he's moving, okay. and I have no idea why my brain is doing any of this. Yeah. Yeah. So you're just trying shit and being like, yeah, it looks like he's moving in this mm-hmm. one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. That's it. It's like you're 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 playing with, yeah, you're playing with movement, uh, both in the shot and with with the subject. And yeah, so if it, if if I it was able to invoke that in you, that's 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 great.
1: Yeah. So you're saying you followed him so that he's less blurry.
3: Yeah. So what you do is you pan with yeah with the subject. Cool. Um, mm. there's another shot that's better. Again, like you know. You're doing this for hours and days. The shots are always going to be different, but you could always like, practice a skill. And so we, you know, I kept practicing, you know, doing it over and over again mm. in different conditions. Uh, and so there's a few shots that look a little bit better. So this is actually right before the conversation where we decided that he's not going for the record. Mm. Mm. So he's coming up here, and then he turned. Ar- he turned and then down here to the left, there was, uh, there was water that you're going to see. This is him, like, parking the bike. Mm. And uh, this is where we had that conversation. We're, like, by this okay. little pond. Uh, prepped him dinner, and we talked about, you know. Mm. Uh, so this is, his name is Jeff. He was the project manager, sort of like um, uh, d- dealing with logistics and stuff. Okay. And so this is him and and jeff kind of discussing what's the strategy like are we going to keep pushing we don't think it's possible Mm.
0: um not the best conversation to have
3: yeah and uh i didn't mention it when we talked about it before but do you guys uh did you guys listen to the mike tyson uh joe rogan podcast the second one yeah i did where Uh, right before his fight yeah no okay there's a part in the podcast Mike Tyson
0: was like wired.
3: He was just like that. Was such an interesting podcast. Yeah,
0: Com- the comparison between the two from the one before, mm-hmm. and then seeing him in fight prep, he was just like a different human. And he's just on, right? Yeah. Joe said he got nervous in that podcast because like he said something that kind of Mike Tyson responded a little bit more, uh, not aggressive, but like like a little bit more like shook.
3: Mm-hmm. And you can tell that there's an intensity cooking up inside.
2: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah.
3: Uh, wha- what I love about that uh, podcast is, at times, Mike Tyson says some of the dumbest things that you've ever heard, and at other times, he has this wisdom that can only be, um, I don't know, achieved through experience. Yeah. And so, it's like, he'll say something really weird and dumb, and then all of a sudden, he'll, he'll throw this, this like truth bomb, and you're like, wow, that's <laughs> super it's deep. Yeah. So, anyways, this conversation reminded me of a part in that podcast, when, um, Mike Tyson's talking about how, well, Joe is like, hey, you've lost all this weight, you're in great shape, like, how does it feel, you know, and he talks about how, when he was, you know, getting out of shape, and kind of, you know, put it, putting on weight, you know, he'd, he'd meet up with people, and people were like, oh, you know, it's okay, man, you know, you're not fighting anymore, it's okay, like, you're, 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 you're losing weight, uh, sorry, you're gaining weight, you're getting out of shape and." he saw one of his ex-trainers, and his ex-trainer was like, yo, dude, what the fuck is wrong with you? This isn't you. Yeah. This isn't you. Like, you're you're an animal. Like, what the fuck is this? And that got him Instant. into shape, right? And then he talks about all those people who are like, ah, oh, it's okay, man.
5: Mm.
3: It's okay. And he's like, that's the enemy.
5: Mm.
3: He's like, that's the enemy. When someone is telling you that it's okay to be mediocre, mm. he's mm-hmm. like, that's the enemy. And like, I felt, like, again, this reminded me of that because in my head I was like, you know, Jeff, the manag- the the, the project ma- manager, is telling him, like, look, you're trying hard. It's okay. You don't have to push all that hard. We're not going to make it. Mm. And, again, like, uh, he he was taking a decision because, you know, Jeff uh, had um, Seb's health uh, in mind. You know, he's, he had been pushing for a long time. But I kind of felt like, right now he doesn't need someone to tell him it's going to be okay mm. and in my head i was like man this this situation right this decision of like ah, you tried hard man it's okay i was good like, enough fuck. i was yeah. like fuck this is not yeah. what we want i'm with you on that and yeah. i think that's really why i felt the way i felt about us not pursuing uh not so much the record but not pursuing him pushing as fast and as hard mm as he could and again like i said if it happened to take him 15 days but he gave it everything he could Mm. because we supported him Mm -hmm. and gave him everything that he needed right uh then it'd be like fine that's that's the point isn't to beat the record the point is to to push yourself as as much as you can
1: i'm sure there were like moments after that halfway mark that were like just littered throughout the the time where you like you guys just everyone just took their foot off the gas because mm-hmm. it's like we're not mm-hmm. going for the record anymore. Exactly, and it's like that's you know. that's <laughs> th- that's what I was kind of. <laughs> dis- <laughs> this is not yeah. the same energy at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, th- w- was there um in retrospect? Was there like ig- exact moments that were like this is what mm-hmm. fucked us? like, the like the heat stroke and, like, the, the, the fact that it was so hot, you guys had to stop every 30 minutes, like, the, like you mentioned it. Like, was, is, there any, is there any stuff like that where it's, like, we have to avoid that next time? That's what pinched us.
3: I would say um, it was an accumulation of a bunch of little things. Okay. There was no one hard event. Like I told you, after his heat stroke, he took 15 minutes break, and then he was back on the bike, and he was going. Mm-hmm. Um. So it was a bunch of little things which I think all of us learned a lot uh, we We just got better and more efficient as the trip went on
5: mm.
3: uh, it's just we needed more preparation like we we had done a lot of preparation, but we had never done this right so that's one thing that uh, we we sort of circulated a document talking about like what we learned from uh from the ev- uh, from from the um, experience and what we can do better next mm. time around and I was like, Hey, we should do a two day practice run. You know, like a month in or sorry, a month out. Yeah. That's the smart. whole crew comes out and we're gonna do this for two whole days. So you get you get two mornings, you get two nights, you get two full days. The crew gets into a rhythm, um, and you're doing something like uh, you know, eight hundred, nine hundred kilometers mm. and we're simulating what it's gonna be like and we and we see like at this point we we did it for 15 days but that's something that we could have done so anyways sammy to answer your question it's it was a bunch of little things that added up and again it's like um if you're if you're taking an extra five minute break every couple of hours at the end of a a 20-hour day you know it kind of adds up to almost an hour at the end of a week, that's seven hours. Like mm. that's the difference between the record or not. Let's say. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so all of those little things added up. Um, the fact that we did spend quite a lot of energy just learning what we needed to learn is another thing that it's like. Um, that that was energy that had had we known all that we could have put into supporting him better. Um, so I'd say it's a bunch of little things related to prep. Mm. Uh, related to prep and related to experience.
1: Like really, really shaving the the, mm-hmm. the fat. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. really going, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a funny photo. <laughs> he's <laughs> just grabbing his face.
3: Again, this, he, he, this is literally him like <laughs> just trying to keep himself awake by just squinching <laughs> 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 his. Just like, mm, you know, he's tired. No kidding, man. He's tired. <laughs> this is uh, somewhere in Ontario. <laughs> 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 yeah. Uh, I think there's a snack.
1: Tank in the background. Yeah. No big deal. Tank
3: in the back. It's the ketchup chips. Those are the ketchup chips. Yep. There you go. <laughs> um, I think this was <laughs> in. Uh <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, okay. So here, cool here, photo, here, I'm playing with uh, two things: a uh, longer exposure and b flash. So again, in my head, I was like, "Hey, has anybody ever done like flash photography of someone biking across the?" Co- it's like mm. no one's. D- I don't think anyone's really done this yet. Mm. Uh. So w- what what you're seeing here is. The shutter is opened, and it's taking in the light from the back. And then Seb crosses the frame, and then I have a flash, and I flash it right when he's in front of the camera. (laughs) And that burst of light is what freezes him. But but the reason why he looks ghostly is because, you know, he's still moving through. This is maybe a two-second, three-second exposure. Mm. That's cool. And uh, and so I, I s- this is when I start to get like okay how are we gonna and like shots like these you know, uh, Malph and I were uh, in in the media uh, RV and we'd set up the shot and he'd pass I'd take the shot and I'd look and I'd miss and it's like oh, gotta <laughs> drive ten kilometers <laughs> have enough time to set up the next shot oh wow. set up the shot have him pass take it. Phew, check fuck we mess again <laughs> and 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 it was like a long it, it was like you know how you know if if you're trying to take a photo of something you take the photo look at it take it again look at it and just tweak it yeah. so m- the tweaks had to happen over the course of 10-15 minutes a- of, of, of like driving setting it up and having them just pass because again you can't have them stop mm. <laughs> it's <hilarious>. just like <laughs> so so this was um that is so that's funny. a cool cool kind of a learning experience of like yeah. how slow it, it can be Th- he had these like it, it's almost like these tens bands mm. where it's like shocking his uh i guess this would be his uh uh peroneal muscle mm. um and so his his feet were always like twitching and it was apparently for recovery I, i've never seen this before but it was like this portable little tens machine kind of thing that just stick on and it was just like contracting his muscles
0: interesting okay it's like electrodes
3: for physio okay i, I know yeah. what it is yeah
5: yeah it's very mm-hmm. cool
3: no, this is just like shots of the RV. Yeah. Uh, breakfast of champions. Uh-huh. <laughs> this is this is us just like prepping the bike in the morning. You know, again, some some shots are very mundane, but uh, oh, the oh, so at some point, uh, imagine we started we started the race, and it's fifty degrees in BC. At some point, we're in Ontario, and we wake up, and there's frost on the ground. It's it it was like minus two overnight. And he's biking, and it's five degrees. Wow! And it's like, how do we go from fifty to five? Y- y- you know what I mean? So he was like, putting on layers of like, uh, like tights, with his bike shorts on top, uh, mm. two layers of jackets, a hat, and it was it was freezing.
5: Shit.
3: <laughs> it was really cold. <laughs> Again, these are just like moments between moments where you just see like the this is like the the debriefs that we would have in the morning, like okay. Yeah. How many kilometers do you want to do over the next few hours? Where are we going to meet? Where are the supplies? Like, what's the next ma- major town, et cetera? Mm.
1: Are you taking a lot of these in-between pictures just to hope to, like, strike gold? Or is it, like, a feeling of uh No, this is Documentation. Exactly. Yeah,
3: okay. Mm. It's really to document the, uh, the whole experience, right? I mean, for me, it's like, I don't want to just take cool action shots. For me, in my head, my mission was to f- document the event mm. photographically. Whereas my friend was documenting the event with video. So he also has video of this, of us talking and deliberating and figuring out like what's what's next. Mm.
1: I guess you can derive whatever you need out of that after. So any anything you needed photographically is in this capturing of the mm-hmm. entire experience.
3: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's quite. Cool. But I find like these kind of candid moments are actually like quite interesting. Like this is where, this is like the behind the scenes of like what we're figuring out mm. between the shots of him actually... Cycling, so these were brand new <laughs> at the beginning of the race, you know, and <laughs> this is like ten twelve days Jeez. in and it looks like he's had these shoes for like two years It's <laughs> crazy, but what's funny is like again, the kilometers that he's doing m- like again, at this point, he maybe did like four thousand kilometers
0: yeah, that's more than a people can do in a year i
3: like, i don't know like I don't know what a high level that's a lot of cyclist course. does. In a season. Yeah. But it might be something like that, right? It might be about 4,000. And so he's basically doing a whole season's worth of cycling in, like, at this point, 12 days. Wow. You know, so we were, like, cleaning his bike every day, lubing his chain every day, uh, making sure his his uh, gears were tight. Uh,
0: Why didn't you look at me? <laughs> <laughs> I was expecting a joke from Savi lubing his chain. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I thought of it. <laughs> <laughs>
2: nice. <laughs> I sw- I'm just listening to you, and I let it pass, and then yeah, I just yeah, see this yeah. fucker's head poke yeah, out like, like from the back. <laughs> well, I'm surprised. Surprise! You gonna take it or
1: am I? Uh-huh. The hat just makes me. It's like a point of comedy now <laughs> because of the fact that it just snapped to like five degrees one day. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> I guess you're traveling so far as well that like the land and the weather mm-hmm. really does change on you. Like
3: yeah, yeah. A- again, it's like what's funny is the landscape changed as the cruise would change. So for the first, uh, like, up to day three slash four, we were all in the Rockies and then a little bit of Prairies, and then we switched crew. And then we were with that guy for some of the Prairies and all of Ontario. And then we switched crew, and it was, like, Quebec and the Maritimes. Mm. And so the landscape changed as the crew changed, as the feeling changed, as the intensity changed. So there's a, it did feel like there were, like, three separate trips within this trip. Whoa. And this is the morning when there's this beautiful fog, that, uh, and that's where the portrait is coming of oh him, yes. like looking all it's not disheveled. The smelly fog. No, no, <laughs> not, not not the smelly fog, and it, this is more of that uh, moving shot. This again, is that flash at night, movement, mm. um, and and uh, you know this shot, <coughs> this shot took us uh, a few tries to get the timing perfect on the flash, the right amount of movement. Th- the, the amount of light in the background, all that stuff.
1: Mm. So you have no, there's no sensors. Like you're just going, yeah. Like you're just hitting a button with the flash.
3: Yeah, it's like me timing it. The flash. Just eyeballing it. Yeah. <laughs> <But> that's that's <laughs> that's, the that's the trial and error yeah. nature yeah. of it, right? Mm. So what, what I realized at some point, because usually the way it works is your flash is uh, synced up with your camera. And you could do it one of two ways. Is you have a trigger on your camera that tells the flash go off. Or you could have the flash directly on the camera and the camera says, go off. Mm. And you can kind of time it where the flash goes off at the beginning of the shutter or it goes off at the end of the mm-hmm. shutter. But at some point, I was like, hold on. What if I just decouple the flash from the camera? And what if I just tell the flash to go off when I want it to go off? So I would open the shutter, and then I would m- like manually click the flash button. And that's... That's something I had never heard about before. I had never seen it before. Um, And I'm sure it's been done, but it was cool that I figured out that thing Mm. where it's like, wait, with these like first principle concepts, can't I just like put them together and get this kind of a shot? And then I could. Right. So, again, this is me pressing the flash rather than letting the camera tell the flash when to go off. Very cool. She's
1: She's trying to dig. (laughs) <laughs> so yeah, it gives you this effect like it's it's like surreal like the c- like the mm-hmm. m- the thing that's being flashed on is popping out but mm-hmm. there's because it really is one true photo you don't have this weird like there's nothing unnatural about his position mm-hmm. even though the lighting
3: is is really weird and uh, and unnatural there's, a,
1: there's like a wobbly ghostly effect mm-hmm. there the other one was crazy too because the it's like it, it's like he was fading in such a way that the like mm-hmm. the kind of the skyline of the of the trees like wasn't interrupted it was perfect.
3: Yeah, and, and and that's that's part luck, right? It's kind of like yeah, I didn't plan for the tr- the that's tree it, line to cut. Sh- yeah, yeah.
1: That's
5: so crazy.
3: So but again, it's a lot of trial and error. But uh, but that's it. There is a difference between photoshopping a photo to make it look blurry versus doing it all in camera. And uh, even to s- people who don't know exactly what's going on in a photo, usually people can tell. Like, okay, this looks fake. Mm-hmm. I don't know why, but there's something about it that makes it look fake. Um, Whereas this, uh, at least, I don't think it looks fake. Uh, And I also know it's not fake. Mm. (laughs) That um, helps. Yeah. And this is, like, him, like, literally deteriorating. (laughs) You know, again, this is day 13 kind of a thing. He's just, like, skin and bones. You know, he's already a quite thin guy because he is an endurance athlete. But, like, he was really getting. Yeah. it's (laughs) It's his spine. So this is also right around the before and after shot that we're referring to, which, by the way, it's coming. But, um, he had done a post on Instagram where he's like talking and his, he seems low energy and his face just looks like he's gaunt, like just like cachectic. He's just like super skinny. And again, like we're, we're, we're uploading stuff. And so I'm like checking the, his page and stuff and, and, and I'm like, holy shit, like he's losing too much weight. Mm. And I was like, Malph, I gotta go in the RV and cook him some, like do some meal prep because... Unfortunately, the crew, like I said, isn't super used to a uh cooking vegetarian, mm. and then B also cooking for someone who's who's doing this much in terms of effort, mm. right? Like how many the, the the number of calories he's burning. So I was like, dude, I I got it because I used to be vegetarian for a few years, and I was like, yo, I'm gonna go over there. I'm gonna make him a bunch of meals, put them in Tupperware, so he has food. So I went to the grocery store and went into the RV, sort of like cooked for like three four hours we're driving i'm like balancing <laughs> and and i had made him like like this um like this chickpea uh, coconut milk curry thing uh oh with no. tons of veggies right and then i made him like this uh this uh vegetarian pasta sauce with like tvp right because he needs his protein mm. he ne- and like everything was like extra olive oil just like it's tvp tvp is uh texturized vegetable protein it's kind of like um
1: like a tofu brick, but it's vegetables.
3: It's it's actually not a brick. It it's like a it's flake a powder. No. Yeah, yeah it's kind of like this yeah. flake, and it just absorbs water and whatever flavor, and it, it kind of feels and tastes like ground 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 meat kind of a thing.
1: Oh wow! I never but heard it's like soup. Su- yeah, TV? it's it's su-
3: TVP. TVP. Super high uh, protein, right? Because the thing is, is like he also needs protein, even protein. though, even though he's. Um, you know doing endurance where he needs a lot of carbs and mm. fats he also needs protein to keep his his retain as much mus- muscle tissue as possible mm. and then the other one was like this uh this like salmon uh, quiche kind of a thing cuz he's a vegetarian but he, he eats fish mm. um and then and then after that the the I, I i talked to to the crew guy and he started uh cooking ve- vegetarian meals and uh he stopped losing as much weight as he was losing and his energy did go up too what was yeah. he eating before not, not nothing good. Man. It was like <laughs> yeah. it was like boiled pasta and like, you know, red sauce, like classico. And it's oh like there's nothing fuck. in there. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. so that's another thing that that we learned is like w- nutrition is important and we have yeah. to factor that in. You know, there's no reason why we should be buying McDonald's to feed him <laughs> unless he wants a treat. Yeah. We, he should be getting high quality nutrition. Um, and it should all be dense too. Oh my God. Yeah. Cali. That's, that's why I was like everything had extra olive oil cause yeah. you just need the calories. Yeah. So, so after this photo, I think this was done in the morning. I was like, today I'm cooking, <laughs> you know, I'm the photographer who's not taking any pictures today cause I have to just cook for this guy yeah. meal prep. And that's what I mean by, we had to like figure out on the fly what needed to be done and, and then just do it. Mm. Um, <laughs> So this is like the swelling in his legs. Holy there's, th- shit. there's a bit of a there's a bit of a perspective yeah. that you're getting here, where it's like I am closer to his leg, but his legs were, already they're very big because he's a cyclist and a runner, wow. but they were like getting there was like edema. Yeah. And look, look how small his arms are too. Like you could see all the wires of mm. his muscles, but his legs got really, really swollen. Wow. So yeah, this is just the crew. This is just like us. <laughs> <laughs> just like all right, what are we doing today? Oh yeah. We're biking <laughs> and we're supporting.
1: That's a great photo.
3: Yeah. Um so yeah, this is this is the shot in the morning where we came out and I was like, Malf, we gotta take advantage of this mist. It mm. is like uh, we crazy. can't we can't recreate this anywhere, so let's just take advantage of it while it's here.
1: Mm. Yeah, that's some Nat Geo shit. Like you like you're in a jungle. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um Again, so i uh, oh, I was just slightly
3: nicer, yeah, but he's <laughs> just looking away now it's yeah, it's yeah, weird yeah. how how much <laughs> that changes the uh, shot, man, you have no idea, like sometimes I'll take a portrait of someone, and like between two photos that I took back to back, there's just like a slight difference in the eyes,, mm. and you're like, oh, this is way nicer, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so yeah, he's a
1: handsome fellow,
3: yeah, this is where it's like, wow. holy shit, man, yeah, he's yeah. been through some shit,
1: you can tell. Yeah. Wow. And,
3: yeah. and I have the side-by-side side, um, at the end there. So again, this was a shot that uh, took a few tries because mm. I, wanted, I wanted the movement to really be coming from him. I wanted the leading lines of the highway, so we needed to find a place that had a straight enough part. And then it just so happened that it was also next to like a body of water. So mm. it was a lot of fun too. This is finally we got the carrot <laughs> cake. <laughs> finally, we got the <laughs> carrot cake. He's <laughs> like, oh my god, where'd you get this? Best carrot cake ever. <laughs> He's just like, no hands. He's just like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, <laughs> yeah. can't,
1: I can't imagine. Was it like, how long was that? Was he anticipating carrot cake? Mm. Was it like days in point, the making?
3: that like four to five days <laughs> where <laughs> he had mentioned like carrot cake's his favorite. And I was like, I'll get you carrot cake. And it t- yeah, it took like four days for me to finally find a place <laughs> with a good carrot cake. <laughs> We're in Quebec at this point, as you can tell by yeah. all the freaking cones. so funny. <laughs> I wow. d- like I was like oh my gosh we're in Quebec I need a a shot <laughs> of the cones. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Uh oh so this is around Camarasca. Have you guys been? Never. Oh also uh, you could tell it the uh, the bike changed. Mm. Um his other bike had uh they're called they're their electronic gear changers. Okay. So uh usually when you change gears on a bike you're you're physically pulling on a cable that then changes your gear. Uh he's you know, it's not a, an electric bike, but but the gears change uh, with the battery, and so at uh, this point, <laughs> you know the the batteries died <laughs> in his bike because uh, we lost track of of uh, how many days had passed since we charged his bike, so um, I- we had a spare bike. Because wow, okay. we, we, again, that's like a contingency plan, right? Just in case. Yeah. Just in mm-hmm. case. And so, uh,
1: well, my bike's broken. I'm going home, guys. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> no, we
3: gotta, we got to keep going on. We have bike. a second bike. Bu- yeah, yeah, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We uh, thought of that, man. Yeah. Uh, I think it's Jocko who says, uh, I think he says, two is one and one is none. And uh, I like that. And this is like a perfect example of why like you need two, because yeah. otherwise you have zero. It's true. Um, it's a deep quote.
1: Yeah. I like that a lot
3: whoa okay so this this shot again it looks like there's a lot going on and there is but this is i'm really proud of this shot even though it might look a little crazy and aesthetically questionable Mm. but um this is the same idea of of me taking the shot my friend is over here holding the flash and he's timing it so that when he passes Mm. uh he freezes him in motion what these lines are here it's like you guys have ever seen like light painting Mm-hmm. Where you know you open the shutter and then someone's moving a light and you mm. can like draw a heart or whatever. Yeah. So these lights are the lights on his bike, and the light on on his uh, like he's he's wearing a headlamp.
1: Oh, I see. So, so the flash captures the the thing, but the shutter captures the trail that he mm-hmm. kept exactly, making. Okay, exactly. got you. Cool.
3: And this is the shot where I was like, hold on, if I decouple the flash from the camera and I just press it when I want. I'm going to be able to freeze him at the middle as opposed to at the front or at the end. Mm. Um, so, yeah, this this shot took us like uh, an hour and a half to <laughs> to, 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 to to finally <laughs> get. Jeez. And for me, it's like this is one of my favorite shots because I know it went into it in the background. Yeah. And I'm sure some people are like, man, this, this is a messy shot. Like, I don't know. <laughs>
1: but... It looks like the flash. Like, there's just... It looks right. like some weird, like, the effects electricity of, thing. like, electricity. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah. But again, it's all in camera, uh, which, uh, like... I like, like, that's a, a, a point of pride where I could do it in camera. I don't have to mm. fake it in Photoshop. And
1: well, that's a freaking climb.
3: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, again, you, you you could always, like, um, play with scale. Uh, or, or, or that's something I tried to play with is is to show how big things are by making him as small as possible in the frame, mm. right? And you get a sense of, like, the scale of it.
1: Oh, was that him at the top? Yeah. That's oh, jeez, I just noticed before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. wow. Yeah.
3: So that's that's mm. him at the top of the hill. So what again, a difference, yeah. I'm, I'm at the same uh, position. Mm. So you can see he's far, but he's big there. And then here he's, like, real tiny. So it gives mm. you an idea of how far it actually was, how high it was, too. Yeah. This is frost wow. around his mouth. That's how cold it got. So in Quebec, his family... Uh, his family's from Quebec, and so they met us in the middle, and and they were able to like, you know, talk to him, say hi to him. You know, everyone was really happy to see him and cheering him on and stuff. So wow. that's his mom. Yeah. Again, it was really nice. This is one of his old like uh, college friends. <laughs> He's just a joker. <laughs> he this is a this is a disco ball that he hollowed out and inserted a helmet. So he has, c- he has a bike helmet inside of that so that he can wear it. <laughs> <laughs> that's
1: kind of genius. Yeah. He's just eating two bagels. He's double yeah. fisting exactly. bagels. Exactly.
3: Yeah. Yeah. He doesn't need the bagels, but definitely Seb needed the bagels. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> I, f- I just picture that's like the first thing his mom says. Just like, oh my God, you're so skinny. Yeah. Eat, are you eat. eating? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
3: So yeah, it's his dad and his mom. Mm. And these are his, his two nieces and that's his sister taking the photo. So, yeah, so his sister, uh, his brother-in-law. Wow. Yeah. And so his brother-in-law is a cyclist. And so for this stretch, for about two hours, he, he joined in on the biking. So he was able to, like, bike with his brother-in-law for a little bit nice. of it. And that was really cool to to, to do together. Yeah. Yeah. This is me dri- <laughs> Don't do this at home, kids. <laughs> I'm driving the truck. <laughs> and I have a telephoto lens aiming it into the rear view, like the side view m- yeah. mirror, trying to... Photograph them. Oh, okay. I was <laughs> like, what am I looking at? <laughs> yeah, so I'm like right into the mirror. It's <laughs> going back and I'm photographing them. And I'm with a telephoto. So I'm like this, like holding the steering wheel oh. and the lens is resting on my forearm at the same time. Illegal. <laughs> yeah, yeah, super illegal. Allegedly.
1: Allegedly. <laughs> There's no proof other than the photo. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then this is basically at
3: the end. This is Halifax at this, t- I think it was uh, like four or five in the morning. I don't remember exactly. and what's actually quite funny is um okay so it's like yeah, yeah we got there moment of triumph right there's no one there man
1: i was going to say it's just like there's no one there he's just crossing some of the imaginary line pumping his fist and into the and air and it's just
3: us and it's just him and then he g- he gets off his bike he's like sweet yeah yeah and like he's he's like <laughs> he's like he's pumped right yeah but there's no one there it doesn't matter if he does it or if he doesn't there's yeah. no one fucking there <laughs> no one gives a shit yeah. Yeah. you know you go through all this 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 <laughs> hardship this work you get to the finish line and then you're like we're done alright let's uh, you know drive to Walmart so we could sleep because <laughs> we were always <laughs> sleeping at Walmarts when we are close to a town and that's it Jeez. and it it, it it like gives you a sense of perspective where it's like look if you don't do what you're s- you set out to do, no one's gonna care. If you do what you were set out to do, no, no one's, one's gonna, gonna care. care. <laughs> it's really for you. Yeah. Right? It's yeah. it's <laughs> I mean, yes, you know, uh he had the he had people following him and everyone was proud of him. But like at that moment there was this weird emptiness where it's like, we're done, and that's it. <laughs> okay, let's go home. <laughs> it's like fifteen days of intensity and then the next morning, we just drove straight from Halifax back to Montreal in one uh, day. It was like, and that's it, we're done. It was <laughs> weird.
1: Yeah, like yeah. just, just inertia. a hard stop. Yeah. Well, wow. did yeah. he just sleep for like two days? Yeah, yeah.
3: we're for like sure. messaging each other. He's like, I haven't done anything for a week. <laughs> I've just been <laughs> eating and sleeping. I'm like, yeah, yeah. I think you deserve <laughs> that, it. Yeah. You know. <laughs> that that. But uh, yeah, it was funny. It's just like we go through all this thing, and there's no one there. It's just well. us. It t- you know so it's it's cool we 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 were all pumped we were all proud of, of the feat but mm. it was also very eerie cuz it's quiet mm. there's no one around yeah and then you just turn around and you're done it would be amazing if there someone walked by like what's going on here yeah
0: you <laughs> he <laughs> just cycled 15, uh, 15 yeah. days straight
3: across yeah. Canada and they're like oh shit yeah <laughs> yeah well what's funny <laughs> is we would yeah. often <laughs> <laughs> we, we, we would often cross paths with people and uh, we would tell them what we're doing. And then they're like, oh, really? Oh, oh, really? Wow. <laughs> wow. OK. And then they just. <laughs> so it's like people at first, sometimes they wouldn't get it. Or or like 15 days sounds like a long time, but they don't really realize how much that is yeah. or how little that is when it comes to cycling. It's
1: like this guy was in BC like five days ago. And they're going to be like, "Yeah, <laughs> what? Like two weeks ago, we're <laughs> <No>. in BC. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs>
3: and people will be like, but doesn't it take like 10 days to drive? And it's like, basically, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, wow. yeah. I mean, you know, you're not driving for twenty yeah, hours, but, but uh anyway, so this is the before. This is this was like two weeks before the trip. Wow. Uh just a, a portrait outside of his uh his garage. A handsome young man. True, true. And then <laughs> and then this is like ten <laughs> days into it where it's just like war veteran. Man, I'm telling you, That's it's
1: incredible. just the hair, the face Everything. everything's different. But yeah, you
3: see how like thin his yeah his face looks and that's incredible man again before
1: that guy's a pussy bro <laughs> 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 and then after this yeah. guy yeah yeah i want to have a drink with this guy <laughs> yeah yeah he's <laughs> got he's stories to that's tell that's it <laughs> yeah <laughs> he doesn't fuck around yeah. very cool so
3: yeah anyways who's so
1: who's mo- who's less the pussy the one who hadn't done it yet and who did it anyway mm-hmm. or the guy who was like i'm doing it they're both brave in different ways. Mm-hmm. like and yet one they're the same dude. I know, right? <laughs> I know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyway,
3: so. Very cool. That's it, man.
1: Yep. You must have, uh, in that moment at the end, been like, I mean, I know like your your goal is to document, but then to f- to really see that if you weren't documenting it, it would come and go that much faster. You mm-hmm. know, like, like it's just this kind of meme culture mm-hmm. where even the people you're talking to like hey this guy did this and is doing this and they just kind of huh put it in a box and keep walking like go mm-hmm. about their day. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So it's like uh, you must have had this moment where like this is why I'm here. I'm the story guy. I'm the mm. photos guy. Literally, sure. I'm documenting this.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I I I didn't I I didn't necessarily have that kind of a feeling S- but but I did get the sense of like yeah, th- we're we're always bombarded by a lot of um a lot of content a lot of stories a lot of memes right and um sometimes we don't really appreciate or realize the amount of effort that that is put into certain things and this was an instance where it's kind of the reverse where you see a lot of effort for a long time and then it's just done and Mm. it still doesn't really matter
1: yeah there's no (laughs) there's there's no sigil or or edifice or t shirt Mm. The guy just did a thing, mm-hmm. and, like, you know it, and he knows it, and that's enough. <laughs> <laughs> that <needs laughs> to that has to be enough, because yeah. mm-hmm. you have nothing else.
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's pretty cool. Yeah.
0: There's something, uh, something nice about that. hmm Intimate about it. It's mm-hmm. just like, all right, guys, good job. Yeah. yeah. Done. yeah I didn't there's think no extra that. celebration or over dramatic. Like, that's nice and all, but there's also something nice on the complete
3: reverse. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah it's you know, just like a meditative process to think about it in the next few weeks. Mhm.
1: Mm-hmm. And it just means more. Yeah.
3: yeah. And and that that's it like as as much as I could tell you about uh, the experience and I've I've told my friends and my family about it like it is very different to actually live through it mm-hmm. and you do have stories together that you know only you guys will remember or know about or whatever and and sure. that's that's the that's the cool thing about having these kinds of uh, peak experiences at least i think this is one of those kinds of things where it's like man we supported this guy for Mm. 15 days he did something that's pretty incredible and uh it's just not common it's like it's again it's one of those experiences that that few people go through you know
1: it would have been cool to see a before and after of you guys too I'm sure you guys were a little disheveled. Uh, disheveled
3: and, like, we gained a couple of pounds because we're just, like, sitting <laughs> around. The ca- like, we're sitting in the car. Like, he's doing the work. Yeah. You know, it's like at some point we're joking around where it's like, you know, this is like a... Because he, he did this thing to, like, raise awareness for diabetes and to have... Um, mm. The the slogan for this trip was access for all, right? Uh, so that more people could have access to the the this technology of, like, mm-hmm. automatically um, uh, supplying insulin as you need it. Mm. But anyways, the, the joke was like, you know, we were kind of eating the same diet as him almost. Mm. And it's like, by the end of the trip, all of us are going to have diabetes. <laughs> 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 so it's like, like, this is the marketing campaign. It's like, make everyone diabetic so that they could then need this product. I love it. So, uh, oh Lord. yeah, no, the before and after for us is like, we all got a little soft. <laughs> yeah, but we'll skip out on that photo. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Like exactly. No, but it was, it was, it was a great experience. Yep.
0: Wow.
1: Yeah, I'm sure you have zero regrets. Like it was just tough and mm-hmm. now it's over mm-hmm. And mm-hmm.
3: No, but that's it. It was tough and it's like fuck, I want to do it again. Not the same trip, but like I want to do theme. Yeah, I want to do uh the ram with uh with the crew and mm.
1: and that's going to be easier.
3: Well, at least we know it we're going to be better prepared. Yeah, that's it. And I think that's um like that's that's the important thing. It's just like prepare as much as you can for these kinds of events.
1: Nice
3: i don't know i don't know where we go from here do i, I, I sit over there uh, do
0: w- i i guess we could wrap it up from yeah yeah why not n- we'll finish we'll we'll end it like this yeah s- s- amazing so though. yeah thanks thanks oh
3: so much for having me on man yeah. uh one thing i would just say is if you guys want to uh check out my website uh it's danaponte.ca, and then uh my instagram is just dan things but my instagram right now is just a lot of street photography hmm. i do a lot of street photography um but yeah, just uh, take a look. And then um, uh, Sébastien uh, is uh, Seb Inspires. You could look him up on both Facebook and Instagram. And uh, he, he does like speaking events for uh, for companies, for schools and things like that. So if anyone's ever interested, you could uh, link up with him and, and have him come speak at, at an event. Mm. Uh, but yeah, he's got a lot of experience to pull from in terms of like, hard hard work and uh just just setting your mind to a goal and just achieving it yeah no kidding so yeah seb inspires uh his name is sebastian says yeah so you guys could check it out and uh see see his content amazing bro yeah wow. we'll
1: put all the links in the things somewhere yeah. they will be somewhere so awesome it's cool that he has thanks for skill. coming on brother hey thanks yes, for having dude. me that was really cool fucking man <laughs> <laughs> you make it makes me want to you know when you want to go out and do a thing like the, there's something really fun about that you know yeah. like the this compressed difficult thing and yeah. like you're all those guys are bros now you know like for mm-hmm, life kind mm-hmm. of thing
3: so. yeah, yeah fuck yeah
0: we'll see if we can maybe get him on sometime seb yeah yeah i'll i'll i sure he's busy cool. but like if uh, if just so he knows the invitation's there we'll for just sure. run next yeah. to him on a bike <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah i exactly. do a moving uh, podcast <laughs> yeah <laughs> all right guys amazing stay curious peace We'll